Hey, this is how I see it. We should play this game for life. <laughs> what game? Mackin. Hanging. Welcome back to the Mackin Hanging Podcast. This is episode 68. Got a great show for you. We're going to look back and reflect on the dope, dope life of uh, Chad, uh, Chad, uh, what's his name? Bozeman. Bozeman, uh, Black Panther. Uh, I don't know if you know, but we lost him uh, yesterday, so we're going to kind of celebrate his life. Also, we got an update on Najee's, uh, I think he's been brainwashed by the Mormon church. Like He's, he's got some terrible takes. And we also going to give you an update on the Kenosha shooting situation. All that uh, and more on episode 68, Mac and Hagen podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Mac and Hagen podcast. I'm your host, Trey. I'm here with Rico. What up, though? And Meech. Yes, sir. Hell yeah, Meech back in this motherfucker. And this is episode 68. Um, it's a lot of it's, it's it's a lot of heavy shit going on right now. So we thought like, yeah, we want to bring the podcast to the people, but also give them more uh, some type of uplifting type of vibe. You know what I mean? Because there's so much fucked up shit going on. So I say that to say, how y'all doing, bro? What y'all been up to? How's the uh, how's the week going? Besides all this other <coughs> wild shit going, how's the mental health? What y'all up to, bro? Um, for me, shit, I've been I've been cooling, chilling, been. On my little romance bag, which we will get into later. I've been going crazy with that or whatever. Uh, which was a crazy glass out here tricking and shit. <laughs> no, it was a crazy 360 because like the week before I was like in strip clubs damn near the whole week. And then the next week, next thing you know, I'm Love Jones and shit. Did you so. say you had your you had your face and some uh and some fat uh, fat uh, strippers ass and shit on and Ricky's and shit? Nah, I definitely didn't. Yo ass was at Magic Mike's and shit looking for Frank and shit, little ugly ass. <laughs> no, I brought but, some Frank hot dogs in there and threw it out there. Nah. But no, but besides that though, that's all you've been on on some Love Jones type shit? Um, yeah, pretty much. You know, shit, just out here enjoying life. That's what's up, bro. What about you, Rico? Keep it real, bro. Cause niggas been online. We've been online all goddamn week arguing with white supremacists. All nah, I mean week, my my mental health, my mental health been like in a in a real strange place and shit. Like just the the state of the state of America and being black is like yeah. at an all time low. This also, also my America, bad. I forgot bro. to cover that because you did speak on it, Trey. I was in them comment sections going crazy with them little racist ass brothers and shit. The fuck, my brother called me Trey. That shit was too damn awkward. Bro, come on, dude. Let's talk about brother and shit. You want me to call him brother and shit? You you want me to call you big bro, big bro? Yeah. Now, what you say? Take a look at them little ass cheekbones. No, you said. You said you was all in the uh, comment section and shit. Oh yeah, I was in the comment section going back and forth with them motherfucking make America. Great again, ass Facts. folks and shit. Bruh, I was. I, I, bro, I seen like some of the craziest rape. I never seen so many people making excuses for a dude getting shot in yes. the back and shit. And uh, just to give y'all a little, what we we're trying to, what we were talking about was like, all of us was on these different um, sites or not sites, Facebook posts defending um, or defending the rights of Jacob uh, Blake or whatever. He's a, he's a, he's a uh, guy that got shot in Kenosha. So we was all like saying That'd like, be Kenosha, Wisconsin, if you're not familiar. Yeah, we were saying like, yo, he didn't deserve to fucking be shot seven times. If anything, they could have tased him or Billy Club. Why the fuck y'all shoot him seven goddamn times? But we'll get to that in a bit. But all in all, though, it was so many these fucking racist ass. And it, 
And the wild shit about some of those posts, it don't even be white folks. I was debating with a fucking Mexican lady. This lady, uh, you remember that? Oh, I, uh, nah, mine's was strictly rednecks in that Oh, uh, no, mine And also, a, like, if you, I didn't even know, hold on, I didn't even know it was a redneck Mexican until I was uh, debating with this lady and shit. She was like, well, he shouldn't have went to his car, blah, blah, Which is kind of funny, because she a minority like us with her stupid exactly. ass. That's what I thought. I was like, yo, you like, know who the fuck you think they was building a wall for? Yo, I'm like, yo, I was like, yo, you do realize that uh, the cops will actually do the same shit they did to him to you as well, and they'll send ICE to go take your whole goddamn family, throw them in a cage and shit. So, you, that, oh, well, let, let, let him finish up yeah. on his week. Yeah, nah, I uh, I got this shit. me and me and uh, all three of us was in them comment sections, letting that shit be known. Like we ain't finna be tolerating none of that fuck shit y'all talking. Hell yeah, that's first and foremost. And um, like I said before, just I I just been trying to find shit to like boost my own. Not only move, but like self esteem and shit like that. Like it's it's a real trash time in America right now Thanks. and shit. Like what? it's fucked. Trying to get your morale up. Hell yeah, yeah, like a motherfucker. I mean, uh, my highlight is my wife and my baby and shit. But I, outside of that, like you know, as a, as a black man, you gotta find shit to boost yourself and shit. Because clearly, nobody in America give a fuck about what's going man, on and shit. So, so the wild shit about this whole week was like, all right, so. We all was bombarded with the news of the Jacob uh, Blake. You know what I mean? I got that news on Sunday. I didn't know what it was. Actually, when I got the news, I was high as shit. And I'm just like, like explain to somebody, but I didn't know what the fuck I was saying. Yeah. So I had to like really wait till I came down on Monday and shit. And then on Monday, I went back and I seen this. I'm like, wait, what the hell happened? So then I start, uh, you know, going more and more and deep into the story or whatever. And I'm like, another motherfucking killing? You know what I mean? And that shit was like, and that shit was in our state. Hell yeah, it was crazy as hell. So that shit happened, and I was already in like a weird ass space, and I'm still at work trying to like feel like nothing's going on. You got still do, you got deadlines and all this bullshit going on. So as a black guy, like like you said, you working at your job, you trying to keep your mental health, you trying to keep your shit. So we are, we were still trying to, fun, and I was just feeling good. Yes, I was starting to like come back to life a little bit. Facts. Yesterday. And you know what I mean? I was like, let me buy some, let me get me some wine, let me just chill out, maybe watch some Netflix or whatever. Then I get more fucked up news, and it was like the the irony in that Chadwick Boseman, aka the Black Panther, ended up passing in the middle of a black uprising, and then Black Panther represents Black rebellion and Black uprising. Facts. Like that shit was nah, so fucking wild. Yo. I was like, yo, in the midst of this shit, you lose the damn symbol of black hope and shit and, you know what I mean of like black power cause like that whole black power movement was the black panther fam black so. panther single handedly gave black people a, a voice and shit yeah, yeah. that shit single handedly it I I specifically know exactly what was going on during that time period and yeah. shit like motherfuckers was out just talking about everything right. black everything oh, no. so before we get to it we do want to wish our condolences to Chadwick Boseman's family and all of his fans and, you know, the entire uh, black community, you know, we kind of go on. And even so. outside of Black yes, Panther. Yes, rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah. And even outside of Black Panther, just thank you for all the the, philant- the philanthropy work that you was doing and just all the movies that you was doing. Like, all the movies he did pretty much had a, a real impact on Facts. shit that, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't just doing movies to do them. Every, almost every part he played was some kind of either a person of importance or Facts. something that symbolized something that means hope and shit. Right, because not only, to your point, he he took on roles that put black 
history in a positive light. Like Facts. He, was, he did Thurgood Marshall movie. He did Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. He did James Brown. He did, um, he is, what was it? Yeah, damn, he was going crazy. Oh, no, he, he was, was doing killing. everything. No, I know, I know. I watched, I watched all of those. Nuts. And then not even that, like his story of how he got put on, you know, Denzel Washington sponsored yes. him and like did all of this stuff for him. And um, so like it was a tough blow to take because it was like not only was he the Black Panther, but he also represents, he was bringing back to life some of our most That's not even strongest figures in black in our in, in black history that's not even the most fucked up part about his whole story though yeah outside of his death being because his death like it kind of fucked me up for real the fact that he was doing in four years he did a, a bulk of the movie sick and shit right i didn't even because that's what I'm i didn't he even know he was in sick. 2016 bro black Panther come out 2018 yes so like he had it and i remember seeing a picture of him being skinny but i thought he was like preparing for a role. I like, remember how 50 Cent had Yeah. That? So I thought he was doing that. I didn't realize he was sick at all. So I just say that to say... Oh, speaking of... Uh, speaking of uh, people being sick or whatever, like probably not this week, but the week before, this was my first time going to the hospital with the whole COVID thing or whatever. And like, when you go into that bitch, like that shit is spooky as hell. It's Fort Knox. It's literally like nobody inside the building. And when you first walk in, it's like they do a... Like, as soon as you walk in, it's nothing but, like, doctors and shit right there making sure, like, you know. You don't touch no goddamn body. No, they want to know what you're coming in for because, like, they feel like if you coming in for something small, you really shouldn't be here because Facts. we got, like, major. Ca- so, basically, my son had, like, you remember his face was breaking out oh, and yeah, shit, yeah, so yeah. I took him to the hospital or whatever. But, like, when we was in that bitch, it was people that did have COVID, and I was thinking, like, damn, I hope y'all stay far far as hell away from me and shit or whatever. Like, right. I, now I don't know. That shit was spooky. I never... I never seen a hospital where it's like nobody. I was literally lost. Bro, listen, in that hospitals bitch. is on some like you just said, like bro. If it ain't dire, don't bring your ass yeah. here. And shit, like it's that fucked up right now in America yeah. and shit. Like you can't even go to the hospital for regular. Sh- I mean, you can, but they look at you like some certain shit supersede other yeah, shit. Yeah, and you damn near like because <laughs> when I took when I took my son there, I was like, shit, I'm damn near putting me and him in harm's way by even being here and shit. Because this is something small I could have dealt with at the crib, but you I just wanted to know. You Walgreens, you got some cream and shit. I mean, yeah, but no, you I was can't, already can't, doing that shit. You can't whatever. do that if want... you don't know exactly what it is. Exactly, right. so that's why I took him, but I was like, shit, we damn near catch COVID just by coming to this right. bitch or Yeah, you don't want to fuck your but, son uh, no more and shit. Just to get back on topic and shit. As far as like the overall week, that was kind of like the icing on the cake to throw that motherfucker into a weird ass, um, a weird ass ending to the week. So that's what we decided. Like, yeah, let's let's have a pod. Let's do our pod, but let's also uplift and bring some type of joy because this is a lot of fucked up shit black people are dealing with. So we just here to you know try to help guide y'all through because. God damn, it's been a tough week. And I was thinking this shit this morning. I'm like, yo, the the uh, first two days, like, you know how like they said the NBA was like uh, a distraction? It's like, soon as the NBA had stopped, just all type of fuck shit started to happen. Like, there was no games, then boom, fucking uh, Black Panther died. I'm like, God damn, bring the games back. It's too much. Because now all I'm seeing is goddamn sadness on my timeline and shit. But again, I want to say- That's because we can't catch a break, bro. Right. Like, it just feel like every week, black people just- we, we feel an uprising coming and mm-hmm. then something else just kick us right back in the back and shit. Yeah. Like, every week. And that's how, that's kind of how 2020's been, but... Shit, that's how America's been. That's what I'm saying. 2020 yeah. in general. Shit, but all in all, R.I.P. to Tabby Bozeman. We're gonna get through this shit, you know what I mean? And I feel like, A, he li- I feel like God doesn't make mistakes. He lived his purpose. You know what I mean? He hit 
what he's had. To, he left a humongous ass. You gonna be a legend forever, bro. for sure. He gonna because he, he left a humongous ass impact on his world. And I think once you hit your plateau, whatever guy is saying, like, yo, this is what you should do in life, and this is how you gonna affect people. Once you accomplish that, it's not up for us to tell, you know, God when your time is to to leave this earth. So all I say is rest in peace, bro. Enjoy heaven. You know what I mean? It's a it's way better than where we at anyway. So you know what I mean? Enjoy that. But yeah, that's kind of how the week uh, ended. So oh no, it was a pretty goddamn sad week, and got work was too damn hard too and shit. No, oh, you still me... getting kicked, kicked in the nuts. No, so check stuff? this out. Like I've been busting my ass and shit. Like I've been busting my ass at work. And um, they finally gave me like a group of Mexicans to work with and shit, and they cool in uh, the motherfucker. <laughs> All right, never mind. Go ahead. No, no, no. You can say what you was gonna say because I said the same thing and shit when they gave them to me. But they cool in the motherfucker. Dude, got a group of goddamn Mexican <laughs> like, slaves and shit. Yeah, that's just how wild as hell. No, that shit crazy. I'll be the whipping them on the back and shit. If they say yo Felipe, yo Felipe, I said a goddamn bigger box. Goddamn no, listen, check this out. My Mexicans actually fuck with me like hard and shit. Like, you said my Mexicans? God, yeah, my crew and shit. You don't sound like a goddamn slave owner right <laughs> yeah, now. My yeah. crew, my crew cooled in the motherfucking shit. I, I think that they, I thought that I think they that my job. You Mexican too, because you kind of look Mexican. Probably and shit. I think I think my supervisor them thought that shit was gonna backfire like a motherfucker because they be pretty much acting like they don't speak English. Like when they don't want to do something, yeah. they be acting like they don't want to speak. So and shit. you're you're their boss though. Yeah, I'm their supervisor. That's what's up. That man. shit worked out like a motherfucker. They bring me Mexican donuts and shit. Oh shit, that's what's up. But bro. the week the no, week been like giving them no breaks and shit. <laughs> yeah, Smacking them on top of their head and shit. No, I, I, I let my guys like I let my guys rock, but um. I, I end up doing some real cool shit Friday and shit though. Yeah. Um, the energy in the building was just like all bad. You know, motherfuckers like we ain't getting no raises, this, that, and the third and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I'm just looking at the energy around the building, so I wanted to change it. So I just brought everybody donuts in that motherfucker. And the whole day was just like smooth and shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm starting to realize that small gestures oh, no, that, now that's, mean that's a lot of shit. shit. Yeah, small gestures mean a lot to nah, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like fucking diabetes. And shit. He want niggas to be on the same wave as his big tit having ass <laughs> and shit. Bubble o bubble o belly rocking ass. Dude, finna call me bubble butt with his freaky ass. Goddamn, I won't ride into that ass. Shit. But nah, so speaking of uh, health and shit, and then on the tab with Bozeman shit, because one thing it did, and how you were saying you just was at the hospital and all this shit, it does put shit into perspective on health. Yo. Wealth is health, bro. When I say wealth is health, I mean, you have to be on your shit. It don't matter how much success you're having, how much money you're obtaining, how much, how far you're going in life, you have to still be Closely monitoring your fucking health. When I say that, I just mean, yo, go get your checkups and shit. Go get, and I mean, we, we were talking about shit. We've been talking about this five. shit forever. And I mean, because he, it's like both of them like you is in a healthy shape, you know what I mean? But it's more so like, not just dietary, just going to get your annual checkup, going to get your blood work. Bro, done, mentally and physically, shit. black men, get yourself together and shit. Like, yeah, just that's, get checked up and shit. The, that's the one thing about us as men and shit. Yeah. Us as men, we do a whole bunch of other shit. But become pussy when it come down to a motherfucker either getting ready to scrap with you or going to the hospital. Facts. Motherfuckers will not oh, for the shit. life of them go to the hospital. That's bro. So terrifying as hell. No, I'm saying don't go because you ain't gotta go to the hospital. You can go to primary. Yeah, you, know, you can just go get a checkup, yeah. like bro. Like it don't it don't hurt for you to get it. 
it's better for you to know than not know. Yeah, and it's, it's more so just like your annual primary care because you can catch shit earlier on before you wait and it's like, yo. Yeah, like, I, and I ain't gonna sit right here and act like I'm super nigga. Like, nigga, I'd be terrified in a motherfucker to go to the hospital, but I go and but shit. But that's what I'm saying. You don't have... You can go. I to mean, the, I keep saying yeah, hospital. That's what's like yeah. the doctor's office, or yeah. primary care uh, clinic, or whatever. Like, but, yo, go get y'all shit checked, man. Yeah. Like, that's a lot oh, of no, shit can be avoided and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, niggas, you wait too niggas long, be talking all this gang might be shit. Too late. Yeah, niggas be talking all this gang shit. And they ain't been to the hospital since they was ten. Like, bro, go yeah. get checked out, bro. Yeah, yeah. But nah, like I said, it's all enough because black people, we, as black people, we are terrified. Bro, we self-diagnose. Everything is shit. And that's it. I mean, for I'm not gonna feel like I'm uh, uh, good as hell. Shit, I, I need to get my ugly eyes to the doctor as well. This no, nice. shit. So nice. that's what I said. After after that travel bullshit, shit, it, it was like, yo, all right, you might need to get your ass to go get your annual checkup. At least do the regular annual physical because you can get an annual physical and then get your blood work done. Double check everything. They'll let you know, like, yo, blah blah blah. You got some shit figured out and shit. This don't. And it's once a year. Type this don't pertain to us in general because we've been telling niggas that shit for the longest and shit. Us, no, 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 no. I'm saying not us in general. Like us, me and you, we've been telling niggas on the pile for months. Oh, yeah. Go, go to the hospital. Go to the. You know what I'm saying? Go get checked up or whatever. Yeah. But it shouldn't take for a person to die for a motherfucker to want to go to the hospital. But I'm saying shit. sometimes it could. That's what it will take. And sometimes people need to feel that fear of like, oh shit, if this this nigga was sick. And I'm over here fucking eating goddamn... I can't say that because we got celebrities right now all on this health wave and shit. Like, motherfuckers all on Instagram working out, yeah. juice bars and shit like that. Like, they telling motherfuckers your health as well. You know no, what I'm no, saying? No, no, I'm, I'm no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying sometimes people need... That fear pushes people way more than fucking motivation. So, like, if somebody gets scared enough and shit, like, oh, shit, like, I gotta go see what the fuck is up. Fear would be way more of a motivational factor to make people go to the hospital. That's yeah and no, because fear also scare a motherfucker from not really wanting to know and shit. Until you fucking die and shit. And that's that's ultimately what happens and shit. So, yeah. I mean, neither one of us is wrong in that sense and right. shit, but it's just one of them things like, bro, just go get yourself checked out. If y'all don't do nothing else, go get yourself checked out, man. Like, that shit ain't nothing but an hour out of your day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, go do it. Say, especially because a nigga like me, I got, and, and even you and shit. Like, bro, we got people to live for and shit. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, Facts. motherfuckers want to be able to run around the park with their yeah. kids and shit like and that. And also, I mean, we could probably do some type of shit too, but I was just thinking, like, we could not, I mean, getting checked up is cool and all that shit, but also dietary shit and working out, all that shit. Like, just, just try to be, prioritize your health, especially as black men, because we already been on some. You know, eating uh, rom- uh eating uh, uh ramen noodles. Like that shit made uh, out of sodium. Our and diet, shit. our diet from children has been trash all the way up to now <laughs> and shit. Facts. Like we we've literally lived off eating some of the wildest shit ever. Eating pure goddamn. But we can we can we can fast. But I, I just wanted to uh, bring up all of that shit to say I'm like you know health is wealth. R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Now. Besides the Chadwick Boseman, we was kind of talking about how we were in that uh, in the comment section talking about the Kenosha students. I did want to kind of do a little bit of deeper dive on this overall situation. So this, or I think it was this past Sunday, last Sunday, um, this guy Jacob Blake um, was in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and the story goes he was breaking up a fight between two females, and then the police was called on those particular females, and. Instead of uh, inter- the police instead of intervening with that particular situation, they seen Jacob Blake there, and they told him like, "Yo, yo, yo, you under arrest for whatever, whatever and shit." So he was like, "Bro, I didn't do shit." And then he started to like 
decide that he's gonna just decide to leave because he didn't feel like he did anything. And and I guess the the cops and Jacob Blake had a tussle, and then he was like, "Fuck it, I'm about to get the fuck out of here." And then I guess instead of tasing and Billy Club him, they shot him seven times in the back and with his kids in the vehicle. With his kids in the vehicle. Now it's been like a crazy ass uprising. There have been like all type of shit within Kenosha. That's like, yo, people are just fed up because that's kind of how we all are feeling too. Like, all right, I'm kind of sick of these hashtags. I'm kind of sick of all of this fucking bullshit. Like, yeah, what's next? We for we for to go to war or not? Type shit. That's how a lot of people feel. My question to y'all is because that was one of your topics. It's like in the in the light of this Jacob Blake situation, which I have done additional research and. I'm going to say my comments is just to let shit continue to play out because, you know, you just got to let shit parse. But the shit that uh, you were saying, how in the in the light of all this shit, does it now seem like black people are struggling to find solutions to these oppressive situations? And now it's even weirder because now people are, instead of demanding change from government officials like, you know, mayors, councilmen, city councilmen, governors, all that. They're now asking the goddamn NBA players to come up with a solution. You're right here like, yo, what's the plan? And shit. Do y'all think as a whole we are black people are running out of um running out of solutions for how we should handle this shit? Yo take. Um I think I think we are running out of options. And the reason why I think that is because I think black people in America we just come to a realization that, bro, nobody gives a fuck about what's going on. Like, it's another shooting or whatever. And like, yeah, cases are different or whatever. And there's different things that happen in the cases. But the fact that people try to find ways to break down the person who got shot or whatever, like you don't have to be a perfect fucking citizen to not deserve to get seven shots in your fucking back or whatever and I, shit i'm just looking at the landscape bro don't nobody fucking care that's the reason why the nba doing what they doing like we literally calling on people who's supposed to entertain us or whatever like and we just we we running out of solutions we got marches that shit does nothing we got protesters that shit does nothing Fact. we got looting that shit does nothing but you know we got hold on we got um when it comes to like celebrities and things like that, like, yeah, they have fame and money or whatever, but they don't have enough to have the ability to reach the lawmakers and shit like that who can make real change. And then I just like I realized, like, if you're not black, you just don't understand what the fuck it is to Facts. be black or whatever. Facts. And Facts. fuck you do not give a fuck. Like, because when I when I when I've been talking to like like Caucasians or whatever in these comment sections I'm just I was just realizing like bro this shit is no hope like li- people literally trying to justify like shooting a motherfucker yeah, or also also shit. and then also like within that same within that same little situation with the other person the other uh 17 year old that was walking around with the uh assault rifle yeah he, bro he literally walked past the cops or whatever they didn't do shit to him or whatever Bro, he literally. No, that's what I'm saying. So, and he killed two. He yeah, killed two people. No, like, yo, that whole situation. And then, hold on, hold on. Like, literally, he killed two people. 
when they when yes they did get him and they arrested him if that was a black person he would have never killed two people they would have killed him right away he walked up if he would have a black dude walked up with an assault rifle bro it would have been a hundred shots at his motherfucking head no it would have been you know remember on set it off when cleo got fucking smoked and shit no facts like that's that's when i just realized like yo it's i don't want to paint this picture but like shit it's just it's no what I mean is no hope in us going out for outside help. We got to figure this shit out on our own as a community because they literally you either just don't understand because you're not black. So you just don't get it Bro. or you just don't give a fuck. Or I also see people who trying to turn everything into po- political. political. Like, yo, this shit. shit ain't political. It's right and wrong. What Man, the fuck you talking about? This ain't no debate. You either on the right side yeah. or the wrong side. And that's why. I, so. Go back to the the seventeen year olds. Like that right there shows you how this country works in, in a nutshell. Exactly. You I, got hold on. You got you got a fucking seventeen year old. You got a white male come in with a goddamn AK. Some Call of Duty shit. Call of Duty smokes two niggas. Walks past a cop. These niggas get this nigga a bottle of water. water. Shit. Yes. He say, "Yo, you thirsty, my nigga?" He said, "Yeah." And they said, "Oh, what'd you just do with that rifle?" He said, "Shit." <laughs> and they just let this nigga like do his thug Bro, they told the nigga good job yeah so that whole situation <laughs> brings it to like alright we see oh and hold on hold we on we see hold on we, 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 come on you, you just let you talk alright go ahead <laughs> it was about to try to take over and got there speak for two hours nah cause I was just gonna bring up the uh, idea what was shit. the mayor of uh, Wisconsin you, you heard he said and shit oh, the governor and shit yeah the governor or whatever what like no nah, he justified the uh, he justified the teenager um, shooting or whatever he said that would have never happened if y'all. Oh, were, that wasn't the mayor. No, that, that was, was the police. That was, a, uh, that chief was the police chief. Of okay, Kenosha. okay. So the yeah. chief, yes, the chief of Kenosha. Literally, this all ties into what you were just saying. Like this is America and yeah. shit. And I was trying to explain to people that who don't who are who aren't from here, Kenosha is a racist ass place and shit. Like out of all, like that's one. That's a conservative ass town and shit. Only time black people actually go out there, a if they work at that fucking Amazon, you know that that big ass Amazon mm-hmm. uh, station over there and shit, or I think it's a um, it's one warehouse is out there. Uh, Uline, Uline is out there, shit, and it's another warehouse for like Kroger. I think a Kroger warehouse might be out there too. But in all, like that's like um, a, what they call like a um, a um, worker, like a worker type of state and shit, you know, or a worker type of uh, city and shit. So. These are all these conservatives and shit. And even if you pay attention to that um, press conference with the police chief, he showed you their hand. He, they don't give a fuck. Like the police chief itself don't care because like that side of town, like Milwaukee is considered a liberal city and shit. But outside of Milwaukee, like Oconomowoc and fucking Madison, Madison and Kenosha. Well, Madison, yeah, Wisconsin in the whole is segregated as well. No, fuck. that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about like where people lie. We have a Democratic uh, mayor here, but in in uh, in Kenosha, it's fucking Republican. Like there's red around these other. You know, Trump will win Wisconsin, but yeah. he won't win Milwaukee and shit. So I'm saying that to say, Kenosha will go the utmost to hey they're conservative city so they trying to preserve their Trump stances and shit. And Trump already saying like bro I don't give a fuck about that shit. They gotta they gonna try to acquiesce to all the fuck uh that stances and shit. Then we gotta remember those small ass cities in Wisconsin, like um they notorious for uh protecting the cops and, and all that shit. Like remember the I don't know if you ever seen making the murder and shit. You ever seen that shit? I seen it. Like and that was a small ass town and then they framed the white guy, but it shows you how police are 
in Wisconsin will the the list they will go to protect themselves and shit. Cause like even on this case, they were trying to say like, "Well, he was reaching for a knife, and there was a knife in the vehicle, blah blah." blah. And then when I got the press conference plus that new information, I'm saying there was a knife in the vehicle. They're already trying to lay out their case for self defense, and I started doing some more uh, research on the cops' right to use uh, excessive force, force, lethal force, and shit. So. By law, for cops to use lethal force, there has to be an imminent uh, danger, or it has to be uh, imminent danger has to be present. So there has to be some type of way where I think you're trying to legitimately hurt me. In Basically, he would have been have to try to stab him or shoot right. him. Right. So they're gonna play that car and say, "Well, he reached in the car to grab something." Wisconsin police, or those Kenosha police, already know how they're gonna frame the case and how. Kenosha is a fucking Republican state or a Republican city and shit. So most likely they're not gonna get tried. They they're gonna get off like a motherfucker and shit just because that city wants to send a message to everybody, especially now that's being politicized and shit. Like they gonna try to fall in line and make sure that they send an example that these cops are getting off because he was reaching, and then they gonna pull up pull up his his criminal past and all that shit. But I say that to say I agree that. Um, Black people are running out of fucking solutions. It's just like we our, said that in the chat. Because we were talking about our only solutions might be goddamn blood. Start fucking motherfuckers oh, no, up. Facts, like, at some point, like, bro, we're not finna keep sitting here letting you take our life. Like, yeah. a life or for a life. We're talking crazy. And that's like, what, I'm not, that's I'm not what, condoning oh, no, violence, but like. Oh, no, that's what Malcolm was. That's Malcolm's whole theory. And that's what Malcolm and the Muslims believe. Because, you know, they were, the Muslims, and back when Malcolm was on that shit, they were building the milita- militarized forces. It was like, yo. We're not finna sit here and let you niggas keep killing us and not, we not react because that's what Malcolm was so pissed off at uh, MLK because he was like, yo, y'all said we turn the other cheek and all that shit, but if we keep turning the other cheek, they keep killing us and shit. So Malcolm was like, yo, we believe in eye for an eye and shit. So if y'all if y'all come and fuck me up, we coming back for retaliation and shit. And, he, and Malcolm's whole point was like, bro, when, um, when Japan bombed the U.S. and shit, what you us do? We fucking got our niggas exactly. ready. Exactly. And we say, exactly. yo, we're not finna stand y'all niggas killing us. He's like, it's the same shit. Like, y'all do this shit to us. Y'all think we just supposed to sit back and say, kumbaya, yeah, we're gonna get this shit ready. Eventually, blacks will get pissed off. And then the, the wild shit about it, Malcolm, back in the 60s, Malcolm was like, yo, we're not finna wait another 100 years for y'all to listen to us. And shit, damn near is continuing to happen. So now black people gonna start listening like, yo, Malcolm was saying some shit even the Black Panthers had that same mentality. Like, yo, we sick and tired of this shit. And they tried to do what they did to Malcolm and to the Black Panthers and Bro, say these were terrorist groups. Every time somebody but, tried to turn I know, that's what they're trying to do to the uh, Black Lives Matter. They're yeah. trying to paint them as like a... A um, terrorist group. Right. Yeah. And the fucking KKK yeah. ain't even labeled as a terrorist group. But, exactly. You yeah. know how crazy that sounds? The fucking KKK is yeah. not labeled as a terrorist group, but yeah. they trying to label Black Lives Matter as a terrorist so, group. And they did this shit in the six. That's what I'm saying. So similar shit. So if what well, we have to do a study, how what happened to make um, what happened to allow our groups to be infiltrated and also allow us to be taken over by because I mean it's it's some type of history we can take from that shit. And whatever our new plan is and shit. But all we gotta know whenever if we do decide to build our militarized force, which technically we have, but the NOI or the national, uh, you know, the Muslims, the yeah. black Muslims here and shit. Like, I, they, I'm still not hearing shit from these niggas. I shit. think... Like, I, what the fuck is these niggas? I where, think... Where's Frank... Uh, where's uh, Farrakhan? I'm gonna say Frank... Frank Farrakhan. Who the fuck no. is Frank Farrakhan? <laughs> I think... I think I know what happened with... Uh, 
with the uh, Black Panthers or whatever, like not like I was there or whatever, but like in general, I think anytime like you build a force that fucking strong or whatever, and it's always like one person at the top, I feel like either that person at the top get the power tripping or the people at the bottom get jealous of that person being no, at the top or whatever. I'm not saying that's that's the only thing that happened or whatever, but if you don't think that that played a part in their demise, obviously it was outside forces that wanted to take them down as well or whatever, but... No, so what happened was... Um, the no, of course I know the, 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 no, I'm the saying, federal so government the and all of that was involved no, as no, well. No, I'm saying, so the president at the time, they had this shit called Contel Pro and shit. And Contel Pro was like this whole shit when it was like, yo, we need to prevent... They created this after Malcolm X died and shit. It was like, yo, we can't have another one of these niggas come about and shit. So they created Content Pro and it was like, yo, we need to, and Content Pro was like, yo, whenever y'all have uh, any uprising or uh, somebody that's as strong as uh, Malcolm X or Martin King, they call it a black messiah and shit. We need to stump that movement out ASAP. So what they did was. Cause conflict inside the group. No, so I'm saying what they did was they arrested all of the top leaders in the Black Panther. So it was like, um, I forgot all the niggas' names. No, I remember. I remember. Yeah, they arrested all all the niggas and shit. So. All of the top leaders they arrested. They want, what's that lady name that fucking she's in Cuba right now and shit. But they labeled all the other ones as extreme terrorists and shit. They took all the leaders, threw them in jail, and then they started killing. They literally started killing all the other Black Panther members and shit. So they created fear for like like us niggas like us to like want to join the Black Panther because back in like the the sixties and seventies and shit, people. The youth was like, I want to join, but I'm afraid I'm going to get fucking murdered because, like, they had cops fucking blasting that shit. So, oh, no, bro, it is wild because just to get back on the original topic is it is kind of hard to find uh, new solutions. One thing I can say, the biggest solution or one of the things that can work if, if you pay attention to how this country works is, and I'll be hearing, I'm hearing a lot of people say this shit, it's like, Money plays a huge role into getting shit done. Like how uh, when FedEx said they was going to pull their money from uh, the Redskins if they didn't change their name, and they just said, oh, shit, we got to fucking change our name because money's being pulled and shit. Or how Robert Kraft, when, as soon as Robert Kraft was a part of that Meek Mills case and shit, like, people yeah, are... You know what? Yeah, you yeah. know what? I, I would like... I, I agree with you. I just agree with you on a surface level, and I'm going to tell you why. Because if money really mattered to these people that be in these comments and shit like that, no, no, I'm saying I'm just I'm just speaking in general. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm talking about to the policy. Yeah, niggas like oh, you know how they got lobbies in, in DC and shit. Yeah, yeah, lobbies yeah. are funded by billionaires and shit. These billionaires get laws passed like the uh, NRA, the fucking gay rights. There's lobbies, the worker rights, the women's rights. All the niggas have lobbies. They push billions of dollars to policymakers. To get shit, yeah, pushed. that's why the uh, NBA players was pushing the owners oh, to yeah. reach out to their connections. Or and whatever. shit, you see the the levers the NBA had. That's what I'm saying. Money out of like militarized and just saying fucking fighting back. We tried that shit in the, in the Black Panthers and the Muslim movement, and that shit they just fucking decided to go to war. You know what I mean? But money plays a huge part, and not just our money, not just the black dollar. Black dollar plus the dollar of the white man who's profiting off the black dollar. Entertainment, you know, music, all of our top stars, Drake, blah, 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 uh, rappers, all that shit, uh, sports, you got, you know, LeBron, James, rerunning shit, even football shit, Patrick Mahomes, all these niggas, we have leverage to leverage these other billionaires like Mark Lazar, you know, he's like one of the one of the top richest niggas in the fucking world and shit, and he's the Bucks owner and shit, and you got all these billionaire owners, Mark Cuban and all these niggas, they have so much fucking power. 
It's like now blacks have to leverage some of that power they have. Like, yo, if y'all want us to represent y'all in a way for us, like, generate revenue and entertain people, we need to start demanding some shit from y'all. That's that's the biggest thing. Getting these the worst part about the worst part about everything that you just said, even though it's all right, people would much rather say fuck it if if the policies if the policies is in our favor for a change, people would much rather say fuck it and shit. I was seeing so many people saying fuck the NBA because they boycotted. Yeah, but that's shit. not what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not. I'm saying. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm I, saying, I get what you're saying. You can say that, but at the end of the day, when you push money, the fuck it don't matter. But if that law is, if the law exists and you can't violate that law, you're going to jail for life because that billionaire pushed that law for that lawmaker to pass. Right, right. You can have your theories of fuck it all you want, but guess what? You can't you can't violate that law. You can't uh, uh, fucking go rob a convenience store. Even like that's the law. You know what I mean? That's right, against right. the law and shit. Like you can push these laws and you can take away the police unions and shit because a lot of these billionaires sponsor that shit. You know what I mean? So I just think that's our best chance of like getting getting some shit passed. I mean, and we can still wreak havoc by bitch smacking white folks too and shit. Because I think that also because a lot of these niggas like yo, none of y'all fuck niggas will say that shit. In person at all, y'all saying it on comments, but nobody will say that shit. Oh yeah, like the uh, like what happened in the nineties uh, with the uh, with the L A riots. Like if you seen that shit, that shit had white people terrified. terrified. It was literally yeah, it was like gang. It wasn't just regular black people. It was gang members on the street terrorizing white people. Right. Like I'm not yeah, I'm not condoning that or whatever, but. Nope. Shit, at some point we need some solutions or something. We can't we ain't stand we ain't just gonna keep standing for this Facts. shit or whatever. So I do I get what you're saying or whatever, as far as like I believe sports, we got huge leverage in that. We control Facts. that shit. Like when it comes to NBA football. Shit, we be in other leagues. We got ten we everywhere in sports. Minorities so, running all of our entertainment No facts. Really that's why I'm about to go. Like sports, if you go to like you know, movies and sitcoms and yeah, all of that shit. shit. We are huge stars everywhere you turn or whatever. So if we group together or whatever, like take away our money, then what? We understand like y'all have y'all take away our ability to entertain them too. Exactly, exactly. No, that that's what I noticed with the uh, with the NBA when I was looking at these comments. I'm like, oh, so this basically like dance monkey. You know how they used to do back in the day or Bash. whatever. Like because the same people. That you support, you know, when they dribbling the ball or throwing the football is the same people that you, you know, talking crazy about or whatever when they decide to boycott a game or whatever. Like, yo, choose your side that you're going to be on. You're going to be in it to support us or you not. You can't be in the middle like, well, I like I like you because you entertain me. But once you're done. Once you take your jersey off, shit, I don't fuck with you no more. That's but that's the reality that like. we live in and shit. Exactly, and that's what, that's, that's a what we need to. Reality that's what we need to understand. Like, we not finna be like, you know how they used to do back in the day with the uh, what's the whole uh, menstrual? I know you're talking about the menstrual shit, blackface shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we not finna stand for that yeah, shit no and more. And that's what it was. So, uh, shit, I wanted to bring up. So, like, back in the day, that's why I fuck with this time of athlete right now and shit. Because back then, you had athletes like O.J. Simpson and shit, who always, he, he was just so happy with his acceptance amongst white people. And shit. Remember, he said, I'm not black, I'm O.J. and shit. Now you got these black athletes, we identify, they identify as being black. Like, we're not going to be like, no, I'm not, I'm not black, I'm LeBron. Like, LeBron's like, nah, I'm a black man and I, I, I can relate because I'm from these fucked up areas. Exactly. Even though ugly-ass O.J. Simpson was also from them fucked up areas and shit. But I just say, hurt them 
like that, and then the, the shit that's occurring now that I'm thinking might be our biggest solution because you you know once you understand like yo, we represent a lot of uh, shit as far as taking helping whitey take their brain off of real shit like NFL whitey love football and shit NBA baseball we got it's hella minorities in that shit it's they love rap music rap music and my white it's fucking NASCAR but niggas don't give a fuck if y'all if y'all only want to watch NASCAR yo it was like yo y'all niggas make this shit right or y'all won't be seeing any of y'all favorite sports exactly. ever again and shit and that's what I'm thinking that might be the fucking turning point in this shit it's like even back in the fucking uh, cause. Ali did something similar to that shit when he said, yo, fuck that. I'm not going to fight y'all, boy. Y'all niggas ain't even giving me rights here and shit. But he was like the catalyst for that type of shit. But now we had a full stage, like, our boycott and shit, which I want to do, which brings me to the NBA boycott that happened this past uh, week and shit. So um, after the Jacob Floyd shit happened, which it still brings us back to how fucked up this ugly ass week is, man. You said Jacob Floyd? Jacob Blake. Oh, dang, I just combined George Floyd. So many goddamn yeah. people get murked and shit. But I'm talking about uh, Jacob Blake and shit. Not George Floyd. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying, so after the Jacob Blake shit happened, um, I at first I seen this uh, interview with um, George, uh, George Hill from the Bucks. And he was just so pissed off when he found out about it. He was like, yeah, I shouldn't even be here. And I seen the look in his eyes. Like, he was fucking angry as hell. And then I seen Doc Rivers' speech about, like, how fucking... He's like, yeah, we love a country that don't fucking love us back and shit. So then on uh, Wednesday, because the Bucks were scheduled to bust up, but beat the living dogs out of Orlando Magic. Orlando Magic's out there warming up to be getting uh, crammed by 30 and shit. So the Bucks were like, yo, fuck this, bro. It's too much wild. I'm not going to play and just continue to allow y'all to be distracted by my ability and shit. So the Bucks decided to boycott and whatnot and shit. So the boycott ended up catching the league by storm. Most of the teams, the owners, nobody knew about it. The only people knew about it was the Bucks players and shit. So, and then after the Bucks decided to boycott, the rest of the league followed suit. And later that day, they end up having um, a meeting amongst all of the players. And apparently in this meeting, uh, it was hella, uh, hella contentious and everybody was like pissed off at each other. And one thing that, that happened out of the meeting was like LeBron and the Lakers and the Clippers, they all decided that they didn't want to play the season anymore. And apparently LeBron was, like, talking down to the players and, like, he was that pissed off in the meeting that he just decided to leave. So my question to y'all is, because, like, as I'm watching all this shit play out and I'm seeing, like, a lot of the NBA teams turn on the fucking Bucks and shit in the midst of this, like, so they're like, yo, what the fuck? Cause they had acts in that meeting, like, yo, do y'all got a plan and shit? And then... George Hill, I'm like, nah, we, we trying to come up with one, but, you know, we ain't got shit right now. We just ain't playing game five and shit. And then LeBron was like, what the fuck? Hey, these niggas trials and shit. Y'all better hope y'all make a pass. And say, like, they said LeBron was talking shit. And they uh, they also said, hey, what's the uh, point guard for the Clippers and shit? The little Justin Beverly. Yeah, they said he was on Bucks' ass as well and shit. But you had made a good-ass point of how it's starting to seem like, Yo, it's LeBron intention to sink in and shit because it seemed like he, it seemed like LeBron was so pissed off that he wasn't the leader of, of this movement and shit. Even when I was watching ESPN, they somehow tried to figure out how to make that shit about LeBron's tweet and not the Bucks. And then like, they was like, yo, I mean, I hear that LeBron's tweeting this shit, but this shit wouldn't happen without Giannis and the Bucks and shit. Like Giannis is the leader. If Giannis say, yo, let's play. Like, why are we not talking about him? Why are we still focus on LeBron? But LeBron's like, this, is not, you know, what I mean, and I agree with his movement, but it seems like. LeBron is attention seeking and he wants to be known as a guy who's leading this moving forward. And he's pissed off that niggas aren't 
running shit by him as if he's the fucking commissioner of the NBA. How y'all niggas feel about LeBron James? Fam, LeBron is the king of helping and making situations about himself and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole situation as a whole, like, I... And this kind of go back to what me and Mitch was saying, like, last week about certain people we don't look for for certain shit. We look for him to give a... a a voice, you know what I'm saying? Like him, him, people like him and Chris Paul are like the voices of the NBA and shit. Back. And for him to act the way that he acting and shit, like, so right. I, I get it, yeah. but it's just like, so hold on before you say, because I don't want to can I, I fuck with what LeBron doing. He's I do the too. Most powerful athlete out. Like I like that. It's more so just if somebody else decides to take a stand, don't get pissed off and act like a. A brat that you could that, be the and one then don't be trying to love bro everybody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's what I was. That's where I was getting at and shit. Facts. I hate that. I hate that he. From what I was hearing, it was coming off like he was basically sunning and little bro everybody, everybody and shit. Yeah. Like, like bro, I got my shit together already. Y'all gotta get I'm y'all shit together. Fuck out of here, bro. I'm defensive player of the year MVP. I don't give a fuck about you, George Hill. That's how. That's how Stephen A. Smith said it came off. Like yeah. he was basically on some shit. I got my steak at the motherfucking table. What y'all go eat? Hell you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and they said a lot of players was like so fucking pissed off with LeBron. This nigga stormed out. That's what I'm like, yo, the world, that, that's the thing about these movements, not just the NBA. It's like, you don't want to have the vision amongst the movement because now if somebody know that they can break, they can, I can plant little seeds and break y'all little shit up. Y'all moving how, kind of similar to how, uh, how the fucking civil rights movement was done and shit. They can do the same shit with the NBA and shit. Like, yo, just throw a little motherfucker in there and shit. Like, it was a black nigga that killed... An agitator and shit. Fucking Malcolm X and shit. Like, yo, LeBron, still humble yourself. We get that you're the best player in the world, but if the Bucks decide to take the lead, fall back and just follow their lead and shit. You ain't got to be the nigga that... Le- LeBron is having that 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 king syndrome. And when I say king syndrome... King's disease, my nigga. That's what he has. That's the... You know no, that's... I mean, that's what it's... Nice yeah, there, my boy. yeah, he's having that king's disease. And you know what that is? Mm-hmm. That's him finally realizing his immortality is starting to get go by the wayside and shit. Like, the NBA is going in a different direction from what... He can be like the... No, you're not, not go by the wayside. Nah, it's, yeah. it's coming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's other people coming up. Because LeBron been top... He been top... Yeah. For so long, it's kind of hard for you to look down when you've been at the top so long. And he's starting to realize that, like, shit is moving in a different place from him and shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. he can he can be like the Jordan of the NBA. Like, he yeah. can be like the liaison and shit. Like, yeah, I think he just pissed nah, off. Nah, nah, definitely not the Jordan of the NBA when it comes to these kind of things. Because LeBron does. It ain't even close. LeBron does way more than Jordan have ever done. But let me No, um, well, now, when I say the Jordan of the NBA, I mean... He can be that person that people look to now and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, like that. Okay, uh, let me jump in here because I feel like it's a lot of layers here. First, with the Bucks doing what they did, I do understand the rest of the league like, well, you should have let us know or whatever because we are, we had already the night before had discussed this or whatever. So we was already – we wanted to seem unified or whatever as a as a whole fucking league yeah, or whatever they but imagine look like they didn't give a fuck they was out there but, no hold on hold on hold on to me what the bucks did had more it shock value yep it made more impact than what it would have did if the league would have did it together because mm-hmm. it came off authentic or whatever Back, like facts. it literally shocked the entire Back. sports world or whatever so the entire US or they was coming to the CNN all that no shit. exactly so like I get what the rest of the league was saying but the way the bucks did it it showed it like this is real this ain't something we just playing with or whatever 
And also with the meeting or whatever, I do feel LeBron sometimes feel like he's entitled or whatever. Like basically all hell King LeBron or whatever. Like, Facts. like literally, if you want to put yourself at the front of even like injustice uh, movements or whatever, like sometimes you got to take a step back and realize this is bigger than you. Like, Facts. I understand. Like, yes, LeBron have done a send lot. Shit, hey, send that shit to Skip. Skip gonna love that whole guy. No, like for LeBron real. have done a lot for the black community. Like the I Promise School to me is one of the most legendary things one of our uh, athletes have ever done or whatever. So I get it. He been on this. He been on this way for Never his whole shit. career or whatever. Yeah. So I get it. And then I get him and Chris Paul as like two of the leaders of the um. What is that called that they got for uh National Players Association? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, Damn, they, I know you know that. They're the, uh, they the two leaders or whatever, so I get that yeah, or whatever. Gonna, but know, like, don't watch sports, so that's your shot, is. But um, <laughs> but with this uh, one thing I love about this generation is like, this is the generation of bro. Nobody, this generation do not follow the lead. Like everybody got their own that's opinions. What, yo, everybody have their own like. The, this this generation is the rebirth of what the sixty generation was. Like if you go study how the sixties youth was and like how all those movements came about, it's literally exactly what this generation is, but with the internet and shit. Like yes. the internet makes it way crazier and shit. But it's literally a rebirth of the sixties and shit. So yes, I I just think like LeBron have to understand like, okay, it ain't all about me or whatever. Like I do want to be a part of this movement and but I do get it though because he is the biggest face of sports or whatever, and see, Giannis is pretty huge too. And shit. Yeah, but Giannis is from Greece. LeBron is from pretty America nice. yeah. or whatever. So I LeBron get, got the got the. I I get that or whatever. It's just I, it's a lot of layers to it. I I lit, I do understand that other side of it or whatever why they was upset because like you were saying we need to be together because the outside sources if they see us bickering they gonna come play they gonna come placate on that or whatever to tear us apart or whatever. <laughs> What? He said, play do a little ugly ass. Word, a little no, that's a real word and shit. Hell no, placate no goddamn real word, bro. All right, whatever. You, you just showing how fucking, how fucking retarded right, you keep is going, and shit. Bro, keep going and shit. But no, I mean, that's my point. Like, what the Bucks did was super, uh, super impactful or whatever because it was real. And then what happened in the meeting or whatever, like, that's like you throwing a little fit like a little kid and shit Fact. because you wasn't the one who got the lead the charge and shit. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. And the fact that he stormed off in the middle of... Like, yo, this has nothing to... Little LeBron, this has nothing to do with you, bro. It's more so about a protest of somebody getting shot. Exactly, like... like, storming the fuck off? Like, man, y'all ain't got shit going. That's we're gonna beat your ass in four games. That's probably what he said. (laughs) (laughs) He told the Bucks when he left. He said we're gonna beat y'all ass in four games. But, uh... Nah, so, no. I mean, I commend the NBA. And shout out to the NBA. Shout out to these new uh, rebellious athletes. Shout out to... The Bucks, I love it. This shit made me so proud to be a Bucks fan. Big facts. I, I love watching. I seen George Hill giving that speech. Seen Sterling Brown reading through that paper. I'm like, you go, Sterling. My nigga Sterling got fucking tased and beat up by the cops in fucking uh, Milwaukee two years ago on Brady at Walgreens. No, nah, that was on the south side. I was on the south side. Oh, yeah. my God, I was telling everybody it was the Walgreens on Brady. I was lying like shit. Nah. <laughs> but uh, it still happened to him. It's just a shout out. And I, I just love where we're going as athletes. And that's why I said it remind me of the 60s generation because the 60s had athletes like that as well. You had uh, Jim Brown. You had Kareem who you know, changed his name from Luol Alcindor to fucking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, you had niggas that was actually uh, activists, athletes, you know, Muhammad Ali and all that shit. So. And also, I think um, 
it's going to be real interesting to see how what the NFL does because we know the NFL they always drag their feet when it comes right. to things like this or whatever. But yeah. it's a new day for them too. The Man, black quarterback, the face of the literally, league literally, is black. The, exactly. <laughs> the black quarterback literally just won a Super Bowl. The black quarterback literally just won an MVP. Like, we and, run y'all league. So, we not finna be with that shit. And that's the wild shit about it. The NFL is the only sport that decided to blackball the dude who stood on his fucking... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. The right. really shit. Hell yeah. Like, every other sport, like, even... You got NHL, a fucking white-ass sport. You got even NASCAR was like, yo, we support you. NFL was like, what the fuck? Is you taking a knee, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> you better salute them goddamn truth. And then he finally his way out of the league. And the whole time, I still can't believe after all this time, people still saying kneeling for the flag is disrespectful. Well, that's not even and then you watch more and more videos of niggas getting shots like, bro, do y'all understand Do y'all get it now? Exactly. Like, that goes. Exactly. Y'all niggas tell me my granddaddy, my granddaddy fought for you to kneel? Like, fam, like, what are you talking about? That's why I was happy when Drew Brees had Nick, but once he actually started doing his own research, he he been apologizing since and shit. Because he, he knew he worked, and that, that's perfect example. Yeah. His, his whole yeah, cast of teammates is black almost. Because yeah. he, he didn't like some player. They just they have their own always jumping up. That's what yeah. If you not black, that was a case, uh, that was a case of you just don't know. Like yeah, because he was standing on his grounds of oh my grandfather fought He's in the like, war. Like hey, bro, like, what, what they got to do with us getting slaughtered and killed? <laughs> like, hey yo, this nigga's like I will never fuck with a nigga that's taking the knee and shit. You taking the knee on my goddamn rights? That's what you taking the knee. On. That's what that's all. Until like, and then the ironic thing about that is literally. The cop took the, the knee, knee on his neck. Back. Like, yeah. now y'all see what the fuck we talking oh about. Oh, my God. Like, that's yeah. a bar. What is you talking yeah. about? He got a bar. No, that, that ass. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, that shit is true. So, we say that to say I commend the protests, especially the NBA and the sports, because now, in the midst of people trying to figure out what the solutions, the solutions are actually coming up without us even realizing. They're popping up right now in our fucking face as far as, like, these athletes doing this shit. Because, like, this is the first time I was watching the ESPN and they was explaining how like now we realize yo our black body is only valued in the fucking athletic form or entertainment and shit. Now this is the first time black people are collectively starting to acknowledge that shit. Like oh shit yo we can pull all this shit away from these niggas and make y'all either act like make a law about it. Like imagine back in the 90s at the height of Michael Jordan's career he was like fuck out of here I'm done and shit and walked off until these niggas got right. Niggas, cause white people love a fucking Michael Jordan. You know he literally played. Bro, he literally played the next game in the finals after the uh, Ronnie King shit happened or whatever. Yeah. Like the sickest shit. If he would have left on that or whatever, that's why he be trying to do the shit he do now because he regret not like. But yeah, like if he would have did that back yeah. in that time, shit, we'd have still been in the, the same place. The sickest shit in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know the sickest shit about all that. I just got bananas back there. The sickest there. shit in the world. The sickest shit in the world about this whole conversation that we have is, is that the fucked up part is we are only accepted by certain white people from what we can give and shit. That's super that's fucked what I'm up. That's why I love what the black athletes are doing now because now it's forcing you to acknowledge a that yo if we don't start playing right these niggas gonna walk away and it's way more talented black athletes than there is white athletes and white people way will prefer. 
uh, watching LeBron and Giannis and Kawhi. What Leonard. you mean? They prefer watching Patrick Mahomes. I ain't never yeah, seen so many saying. people. Imagine if the whole league was fucking JJ. Like it was just uh, JJ Barrera, JJ Redick, and fucking uh, Luka Doncic. <laughs> like there's just those niggas. Luka cooking all the niggas the fuck up all day and shit. You, you'll have random ass white players like Adam Morris and like that shit would be born as a motherfucking and shit. Like they need this because it's like yo, we're showing y'all. Hey, we the number one athletes in the world and shit. And y'all want to see the best competition at the highest level. So either y'all respect that shit because we're going to pull y'all entertainment car at all times and shit. And unless y'all just want to watch NASCAR because we don't give a fuck. It's only one black driver in NASCAR. We don't care about that fuck shit. But white white people want NFL. They want NBA. Those are the two ones and shit. You know what I mean? And it, and baseball. And if Mexicans decide to pull away from baseball and shit and Dominicans. Oh, yeah. They fuck. They fuck. But know? I'm not going to lie. I... I feel you on that, but like white people are so slick, they find different ways. Like every time we think we got them, they come up with something else to Facts. fuck us over. So I'm not gonna lie, like the only the only shit I see is like us going crazy. Like uh, what's that movie three three thousand three hundred or whatever? Oh like, yeah, just on some war shit, just no, slaughtering their ass. Like no, I'm saying that already happened. Though. The Black Panthers was daddies. Nah, no, but shit. Now we gonna have to we gonna have to have the 2020 version of that shit. Hey, hey, why, That's hey, the only shit I can see. Like, no, fuck yo, it, we done with this do. shit. Here's what I want you to do. Because the Netflix got the black. Like, I remember watching this Black Panther documentary and shit. Literally, because it was all Black Panthers in this fucking uh, apartment building and shit. They sent, like, you know, they sent the SWAT. This, that team. These niggas had, they was like, yeah, 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 yeah. They was airing up this <laughs> fuck out of shit. Like, they was airing That's out. It. What's this nigga Nafra guy? It's one of the big leaders. They fucking, and he wasn't even doing shit. He just had a, um, I can't remember his fucking name, but he had a meeting with because he was trying to bridge like poor white people together and shit. But I'm not, I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about nothing like that, like a a group going against America. I'm talking about like how it was for the Civil War or whatever. Like you either on the side of right or on the side of wrong, right. and we finna go to war because we're not finna keep putting up with this. Now it's easy for them to take us apart if we come up with a small group or whatever in America. Like, bro, we know we don't we don't represent the uh the biggest population in America. So if we do that, we're gonna get killed just right. by the numbers. But like if we if we if we start a war like where it's just right versus wrong, meaning we have allies also with white people and Hispanics and Asians or whatever, like now we got a real situation because we done with this shit. Like what no, are we gonna do? I hear what you're saying. Only thing I say that was- I ain't gonna lie though, like with all that being said, I don't wanna be in that goddamn war. Oh no for sure. <laughs> <laughs> No, green. Oh, well, I got two words for you: green berets, <laughs> green berets, the, and the fucking marine force. Like, yo, they, they gonna sit in them fucking. Them. <laughs> no, they train and shit. Like, <laughs> like yo, they start sniping niggas next like a mall. Oh no, big facts. Because I was thinking these I, niggas are killer machines. No, bro. I was thinking and of, they got drones and shit. They I was, just go to the hood, fucking drone, just drop a big ass bomb and then some uh, some like. That's why I said I don't think that would be the answer because we are we known across the world as agitators like, and like military. Yes, we literally yeah we got down there like probably the best military. So and yes, sick that shit us out going up shit. against them like we can get slaughtered in huge numbers or whatever. But like I was thinking the other day like man I would hate to be like born when they was doing that drive shit. Fam, like, I just I'm so glad you said that. I, that I meant to bring that up in the chat. Uh, I don't know what I was watching or what I was hearing. I was on YouTube. That's what I was. I was on YouTube. Yeah. 
and it was talking about the uh, it was talking about the draft yeah, shit. You know how before, fucked bro. up that is, dog, for you to actually have to watch TV yeah. to know if your ass finna go no, die or no, not. I would have went to prison. No, I would have no, went to prison. No, like, I studied. And I would have went to prison, and it wouldn't have been no no like power to the people shit. I'm just not going, but I'm oh, terrified yeah. of oh, that yo, shit. Guys, like, yo, yo, I studied the Vietnam War and how this shit was happening right after you graduated high school, like your, your graduation ceremony. They said literally you walk across the stage. They had a fucking registration. Like right after that, you had to go right into the registration room to go get your, you'll get signed up for the army and shit. And I had this one teacher uh, when I was taking his class and shit. And he was telling me how he had got drafted and shit. He was a white dude, cool ass white guy and shit. Dude decided like he got drafted. He was like fuck out of here. So he just drove off to Canada and shit. And like his whole town was like they they disgraced him and his family. <laughs> he ain't <laughs> wrong though. Shit. No, I'm saying he had to come back and Facts. shit because like uh, everybody was like. Uh, but no. I'm pretty sure when he came back though, wasn't it like because that just sound like it was against the law around that time to oh, do no, some shit went, like that. Yeah, so he came back after he came back and shit. He still ended up having to register for it. <laughs> like he just had to go do that shit. But then like, he had some weird ass uh, genetic defect in his uh, testicle and shit. Like he had like an extra testicle. <laughs> he said so he was so fucking. Yo, this nigga said because no, he couldn't do that shit. So he said he couldn't do. But like you know, with blacks when they was drafting us, they was putting us in the, the all the mission that we were most likely. Dying. Yes, they put us in like the most. Yeah, they basically exactly. they they chose your fate for you and yeah, shit. Yeah, like and that's why a lot of black people went to Vietnam because they they had to see the worst of the Vietnam. Not only were they getting fucked up from. The drugs and shit they was pumping in Vietnam, but just you you watching like if all of us are there, oh, Bruh, most of us. Like, I wouldn't be crazy. able to sit right there and look at a motherfucker get. I I wouldn't be able to sit there and watch a person get their fucking armor head blew off and shit. And then the craziest shit about that, like we over there fighting this violent ass war, and we came back to America and got treated like fucking pit bulls. And you, and you know the worst shit about the Vietnam, like we got treated like pit bulls, and everyone in the U.S. knew Vietnam was a terrible fucking war. So, like, the, the you know how, like, World War II, World War One, everybody was came back as heroes and shit? Vietnam, you came back as a war criminal and shit. Like, they were saying all the niggas in Vietnam that fought, you know, they, Vietnam soldiers had to go to villages and start spraying at them. They was killing babies and grannies and all. Like, they wasn't fighting uh, army. They was fighting civilians and shit. So, like, as people started to study that shit, they just started realizing that it was a, it was a war crime. So, you came back to no job. The society, white, black, they all had, black people had yeah. it the worst. They, everybody uh, hated that yeah, shit. everybody hated that shit. They would protest against you. Like, niggas would come when you got off the plane. They would try to fight you and shit. Like, you know what I mean? You just followed your orders and shit. But we way on the fucking tangent here. So you all definitely I say are. Is, yo, I commend the NBA players for doing what they did. And I say, LeBron, keep using your power in the right way, but just be more humble on allowing other players to step up, especially if they're the face of the league, like my my boy Giannis is, and he's a true king of the league. You feel me? Hey, LeBron, you feel me? Giannis is king of the league and shit. MVP, bro. Defensive player of the year. Yes, MVP. sir. MVP. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's clear. All in one season. Now, I want to get more into some lighthearted shit because we kind of been, you know, we talk about the Chadwick Bugs, we talk about the Kenosha shit, then we talk about like the black people and all that shit. But, I guess we. I think we can save our music shit for the end. But I know you, your ass was talking about how you've been on your little dating tip this whole week and shit. Because at first he was also like, "Yeah, I'm just out here doing me. You know, bitches coming." I'm single again. <laughs> he said, "Bitches coming, go. I'm busting. I'm busting off or whatever, whatever." I was like, "God damn, this Tell nigga is wild and shit." But now. Meets is saying that uh, apparently he's a uh, he's a one woman uh, one woman man and shit like uh, like David Hollister and shit. Uh, explain. To what you were telling us about how 
you're setting the bar so high in the early courting phase of of meeting a new woman and then making her your girl, and then now you're gonna you're kind of fucking that shit up for future Meech and shit because he's gonna have to live up to what Meech is doing now. Talking about so, yo, let's go to Jamaica for the weekend and eat uh, <laughs> eat goddamn uh, French onion dip on the beach and shit. Let's go, Meech. Oh yeah. Um. So basically, what I was saying is like when you first meet a woman, meet a woman or whatever that you like or whatever. You know, you go out of your way to show her a good time or whatever and show her that you like her beyond like some friends and you want to take it to the next level. But I was thinking like in that time when you're doing all of these things, once you finally get her and, you know, your relationship continues, are you putting way too much pressure on yourself to live up to that person you was? Because I'm going to explain to you how I asked her to be my girl or whatever. Like she is... I think she she's black, she's Dominican, she's Puerto Rican and Mexican. Yeah, so she's a transgender fellow. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be walking around this house with some swim trunks on for no reason. <laughs> but um no, what I'm saying is so I I said she's black, she's uh Dominican, Puerto Rican and Mexican. So what I did is with all of those different races and cultures or whatever, I I, um, I went and grabbed some food from each restaurant that represents uh, that represents a part of her uh, cultures or whatever. And I put it all together as one dinner. Oh, and shit. then I set up my crib on some romantic shit. You know, the candles lit, it all that shit. Like simple, you're hey, no, hey, no, like, yo, he's, he's sipping right now. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, but no, uh, so yeah, I did that. I had, I had the food set up. So check this out. I had all the food or whatever on my uh, little table or whatever. So I got... I got the Dominican food, I got the Puerto Rican food, I got the Mexican food, and then I had grabbed something that represents Project. the black culture. Now I had grabbed the- uh, greens and shit. And no, real shit, I had a grape soda for the blacks. No, I already had all of the food, so I was like, shit, what can I do for the black people? I was like, shit, it's going to be either hot sauce or the grape. So I want the grape, but anyway, it's like so. I had I it like the days of Pell, the grape. He's like, you got some grapes over that. <laughs> but no, anyway, so I had it set up like super, super player or whatever. Had it had it set up on my table, and I put the table like in front of the door or whatever, and I had like the candles lit, and then on top of the table, I had a little note. I had a note asking like, "Would you be my girlfriend?" Yes, yes, and yes. Those were the options or whatever. And like when she opened the door, like you know that shit lit her motherfucking eyes or whatever. Like how the whole crib was set up. And all of that, but I was thinking after she said yeah and all of that, I was thinking like, well, where do we go from here? Because like, I was already doing like a lot of romantic shit before yeah. I had even did that, or whatever. And like, it was it was all lovey dovey and like, oh, like I ain't no nigga ever did none of this shit. So I'm like, damn this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I will rip this shit to shreds. No, hold on. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay. So we flowing, you know, everything cool, you know. At the beginning, everything feel good. The music feel good. The jokes is funny and shit. Whatever. So I'm like, what you say about goddamn Bob Marley? No. So I'm like, I'm like, cool, everything. But I'm like, okay. After she said yes, I got to thinking like, okay. So now, where do we go from here? Because like, 
do I continue to do these things? Which obviously, duh, I want to do to want to continue to do these things or whatever. Yeah. But, I'm thinking, one, nigga. but I'm thinking, yeah, because you yeah, know, six niggas gonna be like, God damn, you annoying the fuck out of me, guys. No, no big facts, big facts. Hey, wait, hey, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I'm not a rookie to this. Like, because I was thinking of like my uh, my past relationship with my BM or whatever. Like, I was probably literally the worst boyfriend ever. Like, I never did none of that shit. Literally, I was with I was with her for like six and a half years. I think I did that shit once or whatever. And I was like, boy, was I cheating? I was going crazy. <laughs> 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 hey, I was going crazy or whatever. So I was thinking like, man, I don't want to do none of that shit I did in the past. You know, I don't want to bring that. So I'm going to put pressure on myself to step it up. You know what I'm saying? Be a man and do all these other things. But then I already know. I'm like, man, when time passed, like, is you still going to want to do this? Is you still going to want to push yourself to do all of this? Like now she's going to expect you to be this person, you know what I'm saying, that you presented or whatever, or whatever. Even though people like people know once you get into a relationship, they know the honeymoon stage. So like right. after that, like shit, you know, you six months and a year, like you you be walking around, around scratching my balls. Hey, yeah. Cause you ain't, did you, have you, have you reached a phase when you took a big ass dump yet in front of her? I know. I haven't done that. <laughs> 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 got to none of those stages you know where you just start doing some straight up disgusting shit <laughs> i haven't made it to that right now like i'm telling you everything is great you know i'll be having the music i'll be having the wine i'll be having the candles it'd be super player or whatever but obviously that shit can't last that's too much work you'll be exhausted trying to live like that right. so eventually you know you're gonna get to that stage where like you know what I'm saying? You're like you, you gonna look at a friend? You want some noodles in there? There's some noodles in there. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, cause I had, I, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, y'all, y'all can, y'all listen, can go. Listen, Meech, I'm gonna be honest with you, my nigga. Hold on, that no shit. I thought that no hey, shit. Hey, wait, wait, wait. And also, as far as the, uh, as far as the sim- real, bro. No, bro, I got you. I got you. As far as the simp shit goes, or whatever, like it ain't simp, bro. I, no, of course I know that's not, bro. I'm, I know how to, man. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, my nigga. I hopped out the door. I think my name was Trick Daddy. I out the gate. Oh uh, hell yeah. You know, hey, yo, I can't the gate. Let me get our definition of what simp is, because that's what I, I developed. I know what simp is. No, I'm talking about what Stars said. Stars was like, yo, the definition of simp is a nigga paying for Manny and Pennies and shit. Nigga, Stars yep, said, that's me. He said, I ain't never paid for a many and penny in my goddamn life. I never oh, yeah, either, I, I throw that money fast. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm telling you, I, I'm pretty sure my, my name was saved under Trick hey, wait, Daddy. Wait, so answer the shit. question. <laughs> was saying, his name was saved under Trick Daddy. Answer the question. Am I putting too much pressure on myself to I, be that person for the... I'm gonna say, say yeah and no. Future? No, because you're doing the right thing, but yes, because you just set a bar like super high. Wait, also, say, hold on, wait, hold on. That's another layer. That's another layer. I forgot to because this is important. Like me, I have like you know how some people have their addictions when it comes to like alcohol and drugs and stupid Which shit like that. To porn no, I have a. I don't want to say addiction, but like, boy, do I love being out here in these streets? And like tonight. I'm finna go with some of my niggas and it's supposed to be like a strip club and like we supposed to go to this bar and he was telling me bro like how was, he was there last week and fucked the bitch and I was thinking like god damn cause like I'm gonna be what, honest what, with no, you what, when I'm out bro like I don't know how to just be out cooling and shit I gotta be on some extra shit with the boys and shit so I'm like I'm telling I'm, t- I'm, I'm thinking like alright fuck I gotta learn how to go out without being you know what I'm saying like, 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 no, 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 let me put it like this. 
Well, I want because you know I've, I've been in a relationship when I was going out and I, I couldn't do shit because I was you know in a serious ass relationship. It's the most boring style you fucking ever have. You if, if you can't actually enjoy yourself and go out, it's pointless to go out. Don't even go because you're gonna be just annoyed. That as fuck and then shit. I was gonna tell you when you in a relationship, believe it or not, you always gonna have two sets of friends and shit. You always gonna have your friends that understand and respect your relationship, and then you gonna always have your friends that's like little devils on your shoulder. Like, oh, of course, and that'd be my nigga Will and shit. <laughs> you gonna always have that, but um, to to get back to your question, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been my wife for ten years and shit. I set the bar so high that I don't even think I can come back down and do no regular shit no more ever in life and shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like our first date, I hopped out the gate with two coach pushes and shit. Oh, you was sick, buddy, for real. God damn. Hey, why am I your friend? What the fuck? Yeah. If we didn't know you, that would have, that's some straight up ass, simp ass shit. Hey, hey, Star, let me hang up on this fuck nigga. I'm telling y'all, I I think I was saved under Trick Daddy and shit. You you hopped out the gate on some coach shit? I hopped out the gate. Like, damn it, every week my wife was getting some coach shit. You know what I'm saying? When we first started talking. For me, like, in in my past dealings with women, I was never that. Like, I was just, I used to just, you know, come and go type shit or whatever. Even when I was in that committed shit, I, I told you I was like the worst nigga ever. So I'm like, for me, it's like I'm taking baby steps or whatever, because <clears throat> these ain't things I, that I normally do or whatever. Even though it is that little thing in my head that be clicking like, man, is this bitch going to play me, bro? With me doing all of this shit or whatever. And my little devil side be kicking in like, bro, because I'll be back out here in these streets in a heartbeat if she no. tries some fuck shit or whatever. But like. I got to get that out of my head because I'm like, bro, what are you, you just in your own head, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, let this shit flow right. naturally one, or whatever. One thing, one thing. Let, me, let, me get, let me get some shit out real quick. So, are you saying, did you set the bar too high? Possibly. But here's the only risk factor in doing all of that shit. A, one, you have to really know that person that you're going after when you're doing all this extra shit. Because right, right. you could be Thinking that is one thing, like, you know, you're doing this shit, you you know, being extra thoughtful and all this shit. And meanwhile, she got other niggas out uh, pipe, uh, putting their legs behind her back type shit. You know, that, that or, you shit. know, another so, thing, on, she bro. might not be able to receive it. She might not be able to receive the the type of the type of shit that you give it. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, she's wait, not wait, used wait, to wait, it. Hey, wait, great. Oh, my God. Great ass point, Rico. Also, because, like, she was telling me about, like, Nigga, you know, her past and shit or whatever. Yeah. And, like. How they like, you know, they mentally fucked her up or whatever. And like, you know, normally after you right. wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That little point, that little tidbit right there. Hey, hold on, hold on. We'll play it. I know, this I know it will. Like, cause literally, like, she literally, like, after the, after they come out of that relationship that was super toxic, they say the next relationship is the hardest or whatever. When you trying to, you know, cause they literally trying to heal at the same time, reset. but they still dealing with a new right. person. And hold on. The, the, the funny thing about that is I'm like, well, I feel like I got some type of advantage because I was that person who made somebody feel the way she felt. Facts. Or whatever. You got so the advantage. Now I'm on this side, so I, I know both sides. All I right, know. So here, hold on. I get what you're saying. But at the end of the day, once, you know what, what Jay just said, once a good girl is going bad, she's, she's going, going forever. So like, Big facts. check this out. The fact, because once you break the psyche of a woman's like, uh, ability to Hey, that line is so true because yeah, yeah. she throwing little hints uh, out there, and I'll be like, "But what I'm saying all right. is, in, within a honeymoon stage, they don't throw out all of those insecurities on you right away." <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like the ability to trust you to be like, "Yo, I'm just blah blah blah." Like, yeah, what the fuck you been there? Like, eventually, 
that shit that whatever was causing her to feel that way, you know what I mean, back then and shit, it's gonna present itself again. Yeah, all it's it gonna will, do, all like, it's gonna do is in this the the way it's gonna present itself is whatever you do that's gonna trigger her and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cause you're gonna do something and it's gonna trigger her to go back to that old shit. Cause like those like like you said, the guy she said he was fucking her up. And it's, even if you saying some real shit and you being genuine, she gonna she probably heard him present. Everybody gonna second way. guess it. And exactly. so like it's, it's a so, I mean. I say good luck and shit, cause you know what I mean. Cause like sometimes, <laughs> like when when a chick is like on that level of just got done getting fucked, like she can't trust niggas. Not like, even just that. It's it's so hard to date out here now because the type of niggas, the type of the type of people that. No, you're that, right. You the know what I'm saying? Niggas that have already left their marks. On yeah, them, like, like it's so fucked up. up but I I always had this argument with chicks. Like you can't tell me you can't look. You, you, and. Will sitting right here and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, but I'm not. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm All right, go ahead. You can't ahead. sit right here and tell me you can't look at y'all two and then look at Will and be like, that nigga be playing in the streets and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, I just, I don't believe that from a female and shit. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I, 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 the one thing I've noticed about where we live, regardless of what the fuck somebody say, you know a lot about somebody and not even know them and shit. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So that whole, I didn't know that yeah. it'd be like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't be believing that hey, shit. Hey, but hold on. I I feel, and y'all should feel where I'm coming from or not, or whatever. But, like, for me, even with her feeling that way, you know, with her past dealings or whatever, I feel, for me, I got the ability to, because I've done this in my past multiple times, I got the ability to break down that wall that they come up with or whatever. Like, you know, they have that wall because they feel like, well, niggas in my past have done this and done that or whatever. So, I feel like, yeah, that's going to probably, you know, it's going to play a part or whatever. But, like, I just have that ability Yo, to bring that wall down and shit. shit. Hey, one, pay attention to all the red flags. Oh, no, big facts. So big I, fact, say- I, I, I have already been thinking, like, once I start seeing alarming things, I won't just... I won't just sit on that and then let it fester. Like, if I start seeing a lot of things, I'm out of there. Like, right. Because, like, I've been single for, like, almost two years now. And, boy, this shit been stress-free. So, like, if I start to see things... I've been telling my guy that for years. Like, once you start seeing shit, bro, don't stick around. Because it's just going... Or address it. I'm saying, like... Address it, it, it right it's away. Because I'm saying, like, red flags sometimes... It ain't just, like, small... It ain't just, like, you know, like, her being crazy. It's, like, more, like... If, when she started giving you little shit about what happened in previous shit and all of that shit, take mental notes of all that shit because it's gonna As come I do. And you know what I mean. But then other times, just pay attention to like other red flags he's saying, like you know whatever her. Yeah, I don't like get on some mushy shit, but whatever her like her style of loving her love language, all that shit. Pay attention to that shit, but also pay attention to like how she behaves around you in certain situations and shit. Like and y'all in these different situations. Facts. Pay attention to that shit early on. Cause when shit gets really real and that 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 honeymoon phase die down, but that situation presents itself again and shit, just know. But I mean, you because you've been in a big ass mission. Another another thing to piggyback off what you said. Let me let me quit acting. I'm not I'm not gonna act like I've been. I'm gonna call you. Uh, uh, yeah, trick columbus and shit. Yeah, you can call me whatever. Um, I'm not gonna sit right here and act like I've been I've been the top dog all the time in my not relationship. I've definitely I've definitely had a, a, some ancient moments in my relationship and shit. So let me get that out the way first. Yeah. But the the the, the number one thing that um I stress to my wife now that's making us a lot better is making sure that we able to instead of letting shit fester. Right. Just 
communicate it like right then. The the one thing that people have a hard time doing in relationships is addressing problems and right shit. Away. We much rather we much rather let a, a, a issue go on and then when something happens, that's our back. Fact. That's our backup plan against the wall. Well, you did this. Well, you did this. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that shit come through. Like, if you let it fast and that shit know, you just, you just, you let that shit build up in a big ass rage. That shit come from the bottom of your belly. You get to say it's a wild ass <laughs> shit. Actually, I don't give a mother. You just be screaming. I'm like, God damn, my nose running but out. Also, like, also, like, I feel, I don't know where you at. You know, in your life or whatever, but like after I came out of that long six and a half year relationship, did what I did, you know what I'm saying? And I've been single for like two years now. Like, I and I, I've also like been on like some eating healthy shit and all of this. I feel like my mental and spiritual is a lot better, a lot more calm now or whatever. So I'm, I, I feel like I'm more equipped to deal with these situations now or whatever. So I feel if I get like, negative energy you know that's coming into my life and you know we tried these communication things and it didn't work like i'm just so at peace with where i'm at right now like i don't want to deal with nothing that's going to cost me like i'm not saying like it have to be perfect in a relationship perfect you know another big thing too let me me get this shit out all that shit is cool but i've never lost so much i I, I imagine my brain telling you goddamn you got a fucking big ass thing of pennies on right now (laughs) (laughs) you got some silk undies on talking about some I love when I be just looking at her and smiling and she smile back and well, I, don't know I what do love that and shit. No, hold on. Let me... Exactly. Hold on. Let me get my whole... He, like he like when the dude smile at him and shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Hey, tell us about you and Frank, little ugly bitch. Frank weeped at me and I got wet. I've lost way more respect for you than I did you. This nigga said he was buying... Coach bag. Oh, that's a fact. How you got got? Listen, I'm finna, I'm finna be honest with you. My my wife reaped the benefits of all my past relationships and shit. Yeah, but that's she how got it, the, she got the person I was supposed to be for everybody else. Oh yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's how <laughs> that's how it's designed. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, that's how it's designed. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't like. No, I'm saying Rico crazy, is way like, worse because nah. he said he's buying coast bags. No big facts. I didn't do only nothing. Thing that, like, I think that was kind of gay on your part is like the kind of gay. You saying you hate gay people? Yeah. Damn it, that's a yeah shit. I, I guess her out of 10,000. Yeah, 10,000. You said yeah. Nigga said, yup. Got that goddamn skip it, bro. Nah. But one thing I was saying was, I just thought it was kind of, I mean, it's your bag, and I, I respect it. Cause that, one thing I can say that women do enjoy is pants into little shit. Like, if you can pants into the, the smallest shit and you know how to present that shit, like, yo, I'm actually listening and I'm aware of certain shit, then it's like, they fuck with that shit and you fuck with it. That note was kind of gay as fuck, but you did your thug fizzle. It worked because she hit yes and shit. What is you that? Yes, yes, yes. Listen, when like, you want a motherfucker, you gotta do what you gotta do. Nigga, I don't see what's the hell no, Dusty dude. This shit. I don't see that checkbox and shit, but that's what's up. But we gotta, we gotta continue. You, you, you good and shit? No, I'm good. And shout out to me, even though he was telling me how much he was loving the single damn way. He's like, man, I'm out here doing my thug. I'm leaving my best now. No, hold on. The funniest shit about it, I remember we was gonna get my car and shit. And he said, what the fuck? I didn't know Russ to do none of that fuck And I was like, yeah, you don't fuck around and have a girl. He's like, Hell the fuck I'm not and shit. It came I mean, I still bad. support, you know, people out there enjoying their lives, being single or whatever. Hey, yeah. niggas know what they want, man. No, like, you want to pursue I, it. I, I only, think, only thing is that's, that's funny about those new relationships is like, sometimes that mirage is hella funny because it's like that 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 uh, honeymoon stage mirage 
makes you think that's how it should be for them. Like, the like, rest of life should be forever. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I seen the meme. I seen the meme the other day that said these little two week relationships be fun as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that should be going down. You like, God damn, damn. I'm over here eating. I'm over here eating good. I'm. No, you want to be around them all the time and shit. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. But once that mirage goes down, because I mean the love's still there, but it's like. The little shit that you did, like you started to pick up little shit that annoys you about her too. Like, God damn you, you always questioning me. You don't never take shit I say for face by it. Nigga be like, yo, what the fuck? Oh, or oh, like, shit. let's say that, yo, you know what's funny in, in relationships like that first that because that is always that first moment when that that first conflict ever hit. You, you ever know that first moment? Oh yeah, when the first like y'all y'all like it's like. Right after, Bro, that should be so yeah. high. Like, you be ready to fight for real. No, nah, I'm about, like, let's say the honeymoon phase is there, and then, like, that first time that conflict arises and shit, and you just like, God <laughs> damn, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, I'm mad as shit right now. But I always think that shit is funny. And then you're like, God damn, how do I get out of this shit? You know what I mean? But and then you figure it out, then y'all get back cool. Y'all get back into another dope ass phase, and then when y'all come back at it, it's just cool. But I say I support it. I hope you know. Hope hopefully you find some good good shit. Oh yeah, and, facts, man. And be smart out here about that shit. And you know, if you got to do your thing, you know what I mean. You got to. <laughs> hey, <bro. laughs> hey, no, but one thing, one thing, yeah, oh, no, sure. hey, one thing I will say that I did learn because I didn't do this shit, but I feel like so like when I first had my previous relationship, like when I met you know a previous person I was dating and shit, like I would I was just. The most faithful person there was from day one and shit, and to the end of time, like I would, I was only on some faithful shit. But one thing I noticed, like in the beginning phase, like y'all just in the beginning shit. I don't know. I think you still got a little wiggle room and shit. You still got a little because it's just still fresh and shit. That's all I throw out there. You still got a little. Oh, it would be some horrible. Come on, there, make sure you got a number two. A number two option. Hey, Rico. Oh, shit, I have a number two option. You got a little bit of time to wiggle around. Oh, shit. Nigga, once you're in a relationship, you win it. The best advice that I can give you, Meech, is when y'all talking. Talk to listen and not talk to respond and shit. Yeah. But that's sure, the best thing I can saying, tell you. Also, don't jump too far out the window. And that's another thing. It's like, yeah, she a girl. All this I know. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not. Try to figure out if you if y'all if you if your feelings continue to get gross. I don't know if you can say that. No, that's what that's why I was saying. Like, no, listen. No, 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 no. Listen, Mr. Trick, Mr. Goddamn. Listen, I'm gonna only say that because chicks chicks be saying chicks be saying shit like. Dudes don't be applying enough pressure for them to take them seriously. Nah, like, I, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree with uh, God when me called him my brother and this said, I agree with Trey. What the fuck? But, was so damn hard. Yeah, because yeah, you were staring at me. Your eyes were getting watery yeah, and shit. It was a little ugly <laughs> eyes. But, um, over there speaking. No, I, no, I said, look at him over there speaking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, one thing I want to I give Rico credit. Like when, uh, when it was like you and Nigel on the show, like y'all used to kill my man jokes and shit. He had a couple jokes. Now, nah, I'm saying he he been in the. You'll start seeing them terrible jokes that present themselves. I think he just he just love you and shit. It was ugly. It's ugly. No, no, <laughs> but no, it's gonna be like. But no, no, I do agree with what you were saying though. As far as don't jump all the way out there yeah. or whatever, like, and I'm at that point. Or whatever, when that's when I was telling you, like, I'm at a point where you know my vibrations and spirit yeah, you know it's all good or whatever so i know not to just jump out the window or whatever like yeah we kicking it you know we made it official or whatever 
but I'm still taking my Take time. Look you know what I'm saying? Like, on some, like I'm by the way, shout out to me for even giving y'all this topic. You know what I'm saying? I, I fuck with that shit. No, no because like, we haven't been in our relationship back in a minute. But one thing I want to say is just just take it as a I'm still in the process of learning and figuring out who you yeah, are. Yeah, figuring and it out. Like you trying to figure out if that's what I'm saying. Don't jump out like yo, whoever you is, I don't give a fuck. Like this is still part of the learning process. I'm trying to gather who you are. Big facts because like just be for me just because I this asked you no fact just because I asked you to be my girl doesn't mean that this is it, it's over like we're still it's still another stage like if you can't make it to that second stage or if she feel I can't make it to that second stage then it's over with because like you said we still that shit shouldn't even been uh, you shouldn't even ask her to be your girl then if you felt like that no 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 it's not that like if you if you if we saying that it's stages to shit, you might as well just wait it out. You know what I'm saying? No, like, wait, wait it out to you see. Can't, you can't wait it out. Like, you won't know if you don't ask them out right. or whatever. Like, and, like, it's part of the da- dating is all about learning who that person no, is. No, I'm, exactly. I'm not saying that. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying dating, like, dating. You, listen, you, wait, 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 wait. You make dating, it sound like you, you just get married off ripping. That's, that's, no, that's no, what I'm about to say. Dating and being in a relationship is two different things. Let's let's clear that up. You can date somebody. Basically, what y'all saying is basically what you saying is you want to date but not have a commitment right away. And no, shit. I never said that. Never said that. Like the that's process, what it. That's how it comes off. Saying the process of being in a relationship is all about uh, trying to discover who you person. being in a relationship on, means man. that you sure that you want to be with that person. No, I'm shit. saying in the midst of that shit, you discover. Yes, you're person. still you figuring who that person is. You, right you don't just be with them and you know everything about them. No, I'm not that's saying that. That's what I'm saying. Because the last exactly. stage of, of why you think why you think exactly why you think you got married. That's the final stage of shit. I'm not. No, y'all. Peloton dog, top of the head, sweating this shit. He got a question mark on the top of his head. No, no. Mr. Meech ain't agreeing with your uh, like. What you gonna say, bro? No, because I don't. I don't believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I believe. I believe in either. I believe in dating first and then making sure that that person is in a relationship. Because once you're in a relationship, the next step is figuring out if y'all gonna be together. Okay, and that's what we said. That's who. That's that's what I did. Like, I took her. I took her on dates and shit or whatever, and then we built that chemistry. I'm like, okay, cool. Now I feel we can go to the next level, which is the relationship. Now that we're in a relationship, now I need to know if we can go to the next level. As but this you, is this this is this is like us for real. You like listen to your brother say, "Don't jump out the window." You can't do that when you're in no, a relationship. Once no. you're in the relationship phase, you have no, to Mr. jump out. No. Mister Coach Bag can't tell niggas to jump yeah, out the window. No, bro. You jump in the bag. He wants you to buy her a car off. No, bro. Listen, that's that's valid though. No, that's that is valid, bro. Listen. That they shouldn't jump out the window if you're in a relationship with somebody. If you're in a relationship with somebody, you're in a relationship to get to know them. Yeah. Hey, why you got sweat coming off your nose, though? Yeah. God right, damn, that should look like a water bubbler. Scream, I wasn't screaming. Was he not just screaming? You definitely was. Hey, look at, at one point, one of your titties <laughs> fell out your shirt. <laughs> Is so fucking things. I was screaming shit was like like a fucking sumo wrestler. No, only thing we're saying when I say jump out the window, I'm saying jump out the window in the sense of like presenting this shit is like yo, this is the person I'm gonna like. I feel like jump out the window is like this is this is it. This is marriage. Exactly. Okay, so wait, that's definitely I got, I got jumping a out the window. At what point in the relationship do you introduce her to people that's important to you? Uh, like after a year. That's a, you jump out of windows introducing her right away and shit. Exactly. That's just you just some, didn't learn her. You trying to learn her and shit. And then once you start introducing her to parents, you start meeting her people. But you still take. So time. y'all wait a whole year. Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, y'all yeah. wild this shit. Nothing, you just said you, you said, to... I got somebody who likes me. No, I mean <laughs> me and me and Tier me and Tier met each other parents like after like three two four days. months and shit. Like, three four hey, months. That's yeah, not long hey, enough. No, hey, after two days, said, "Mom, me Tier." She's like, "Y'all like shit." <laughs> so I'm getting married. Hopefully soon. Fucking three days later and shit. Oh, so I'm getting married. Hey, Tier was she was she showed up with like five different coach bags and all from dude and shit. Like, yeah, oh, she was wearing them all. Hell yeah! Oh, Sam, she's wearing them all. No, at first I, I was too, because I was like, yo, this is literally probably the first time me and my bro been single together yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, yo, this shit finna be lit. Hell yeah. Next thing you know, my free agent, and I was out of there. He's like, uh, I do. What the fuck dude got married and shit? <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that was quick enough. Oh, shit. Oh, All right, man. but uh, we off of that shit. Let's get to some of this music shit. So last episode, we had yeah, it was a, hot as shit a in big here. ass. T- yeah, right. once I said I turned it off the AC, we had this huge ass topic about this Nas album and shit. And the Nas album, we reviewed it. It's called uh, The King Disease. And um, I guess we'll have to, we revisit it now because we, the audio got fucked up because uh, my computer's doing some weird ass shit. But, so, hey, I want to get back to this review, give an uh, update on our takes, if our takes change about this review. My takes change drastically. I love the fuck out of this project, but I'm going to let y'all give y'all reviews and, and have it changed. How do y'all feel about it? Give y'all discussions on I'll go guys, first and get it out the way. Uh, the sure. King Disease and shit. My shit still stays the same. It's a 7 or a 7.5. I, I can't decide on which one right there. Yeah. But um, like I said before, before the shit got fucked up, I like the fact that this gave Nas a second breath in music and shit. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is this is the album that we needed from him and right. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, who would have thought that fucking Hit Boy right. gave Nas a Yo, second sound and shit? So the shit out because I've been I've been just listening to this. I, I listened to this most of, most of this week and shit. The number one thing I've gathered from this album is how fucking phenomenal Hit Boy is at production and shit. And number two, this album to me he. He embodies. If y'all have you seen the movie Belly and shit, like, yeah. like he, I feel like Hit Boy figured out a way of capturing that whole vibe of that movie and place his album. And number three, this album is a perfect. I don't know. It has like a nighttime vibe to it and shit. Like it has like a nighttime. I'm driving in a dope ass oh. Benz and shit. Like that shit. Though I'm so impressed. I don't know because I remember I said it was top five Nas project. I'm willing to even rank this shit even higher and shit because I was thinking I was like yo. How, how, besides Illmatic, how many other Nas projects have you listened this frequently and enjoyed this thoroughly and shit? And I, can I only want to steal Illmatic. Hold on. Illmatic and, um, it was written. Now, I'm actually ready to say I enjoy this project more than I enjoy Stillmatic. I'm going to just keep that shit a funky buck with you and shit. I, I wouldn't, I could I argue I love this that. shit way more. I, to me... Cause friend, I said top five last time. But this, this is just you getting caught up in the present. No, I, no, what I'm saying, cause like this is this is off of like twenty. Plus yeah, he did, he been listening to that shit nonstop. Like, yeah, it, it, it's still in the present though. Yeah, How no, long ago no, did that album I, drop? No, I'm saying, but even when that album dropped, I would I never listened to that shit as much as I did. Yeah, but how old were you when that album dropped? I don't know. Which shit. means that plays I a part. You wasn't. Oh, but hold on, let me finish my point though. Let me finish my point because I don't let you finish your point. What? Bro, let me finish my point. No, I thought you said I let you finish your point. He did. 
trick monster over here doing that's trying to buy me a purse now. Do a little tongue guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What I'm saying is, to me. I haven't heard Nas on like how the beat, I don't know, the production and how he was flowing on something. He broke the curse. Yo, he broke the curse, but also, you know how like a lot of people say like, sometimes saying like Nas can't rap on beat and shit, like he just be off of that motherfucker. On some of these songs, he floated. He was flowing like on that Replace Me or on that uh, 24 some, uh, 27 Summers and shit or on that 10, uh, what's it called, 10 Points and shit. Oh, all of that shit that uh, fucking uh, Car 85, his flows on that shit, I'm like, yo, you know how like some old rappers they sound like they out of date and shit. Like I can't listen to LL Cool J like he gonna sound like old ass nigga from the eighties and shit. Or you listen to Karras, like this nigga old as hell. Only nigga that was old that was able to still sound present to me was like Jay Z and shit. Even Snoop Dogg be sounding old sometimes. Yeah. Nas for the most part was sounding old on his previous projects. Like he sounded like he was like stuck in a fucking ninety four and shit. Yeah. But now he sounds present. The production is fire. I fuck with uh, him, him being on that. Like he, he's oh another type I was telling you, but like he's banging, like he's related. He's single Nas, like he's out here talking up chicks and he got like a lot of these songs about him and these women and shit. Like what he's doing, Matt these hoes. I'm like yo, I fuck with a lot of this. This shit is too damn smooth to me. So oh my, other- I get the, I'm gonna get this shit right now. I, I mean it's still at nine point five, like I said last week and shit. But I got this as my third ranked Nas project. I one more, this. one more small point I wanted to make. That I said last week too is um I like I like the fact that all his features fit, Fact. all of them fit Perfect. and and another thing too Nigel you you fucking Jamaican Jew I told your ass Hit Boy was on the tear and your goofy ass like no no tear yes the fuck he is like dude is he going in a whole different lane and shit I didn't even know he was capable of. So the thing is, you know how like you got these super producers was like the Pharrells or Timberlands and like these dudes who like they can like take a project and make it their own by putting their overall touch on it. You're like, oh, shit. Like, I know this is a real project because it's real touch to this shit. Right. Like, I know it's a Timberland. The Timberland, you can feel it. It's a Timberland project. That's how Hit Boy got on this Nas project. Like, you can feel his presence on that moment. But the best like, thing about this project outside of you feeling that it's a Hit Boy production yeah. is the fact that he had the, the, he had the thought process and the ear to go into Nas's world mm-hmm. and merge both of those sounds and shit. Yeah, and he, you can tell he understand who Nas is. All like, right, let me jump in here. Yeah, hold on. Because y'all you done a, no, a no, bunch I'm of saying, love fast in this bitch. Nah, I fucking love Nas. I'm saying, you can understand Hit Boy gets who Nas is. Like, when Kanye came out that project and he was like, Trying to put Nas in these weird ass. You try to make Nas shit. in a slick and Nas rick was like, and shit. Yo, what the fuck? This ain't my sound at all. Like you can tell, Hit Boy was a fan and he knew how to. You know how that nigga listen to Cody Blake? Yo, if only he rapped on these type of beats. Hit Boy was that artist for, or that. Kanye that knew that as well. Kanye just, in my opinion, yeah, no, he just didn't take his time. That's when he had that weird ass album rollouts yeah. or whatever, and he didn't take his time. But let me finish up this point. I pass it to you. I'm just saying, you could tell. Hit Boy always thought like, yo, if I can get Nas on these type of beat, because it's like a dark night. When I say dark, I mean like it's nighttime and it's yeah. dark. You driving a dope ass bed or some shit, and like it's grown up type of smooth shit. Like he knew like, yo, if I can paint this type of music around a Nas voice and rap style and shit, it will just be dope as hell. And I think that he, I think he executed that shit eloquently. And shit, let's go. And shit. All right, um, for me, my take haven't changed either. Um, I believe. The project itself is carried by Hit Boy, and I believe Hit Boy put itself in a different level of group when it comes to producers and beat makers. I agree. Or whatever. So, and 
that just showed you that he finna go, his boy finna go on a run because we heard hey, that, that we heard that big shine shit too. He, he produced a lot of that shit too. Whatever. Oh, so my take when it comes to the Nas album, I believe, I believe it's a good album or whatever. But I'm not jumping over the hill to say it's like top five. Like I was telling y'all last week that didn't end up getting aired or whatever. Being a top five Nas album don't hold that much weight because a lot of his projects is just either average or bad or whatever. Shit. So and like. Life is Good, to me, is still one of his best albums he ever dropped or whatever. So, like, this this album is it's okay. It's good. I mean, he got he got a couple songs. He did something that he haven't done in a while, which is have replay, replay value or whatever. Sure, so, sure. that's for sure or whatever. But, like, when I look at the entire album in a whole or whatever, like, okay, it's good. But it's, it's not no moment on there while I look at it like, well, who else can do this? Like, he got good songs on there. But, like, for your shit to be a classic... You have to have songs that it's like, damn, I don't know if nobody else can make yeah, this type of song. I'm not saying it's a, I don't know if it's a you, classic. You literally just said you put it in his top five. That have to no, be I a classic. Top three. If it's top three, it's definitely a classic to you, which is not. You clearly bro, you overreact over everything. Yeah, that, that kind of come off no, as a classic. So what I'm too. saying is, yeah, top three, but I'm going to let time dictate. Whether, like, if but I, what I'm saying if is... If I listen to this shit in 2024, then it's a classic. That means it will stay in time. That's not so, true. Okay, okay. Classic means. Classical. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Being a Nas classic and being a certified classic is two things. Like it could be a Nas classic album or whatever because his this his uh his um albums or whatever to me are not that great. Like when he first came out the gate, you know he had a couple decent ones, but after that he wait, he had a he had came out with two classics. No, that's what I'm saying. Like he had like some of the best work that rap music ever heard or whatever. But like after that, he went a long time without having like great music or whatever. So like if this goes to his top five, it's only because the rest of the shit is top three, top five, whatever you want to say. It's only because the rest of his shit is just. Okay, no, or average or below average, average or whatever. So like, my point is anything. like, okay, it's a it's a good album. I w- I would I would not say it's a bad album because production is good. The way he flowing, the way he's flowing, the topics on there is good or whatever. But it ain't nothing like when I heard when I heard Good Kid, Mad City. I understood like this is an album that only Kendrick could create. Like when nobody else gonna make this. This Nas album is good. But like these songs could be given to someone else, and they can make these same motherfucking songs or whatever. Like that's just my opinion. So like, if I'm rating it, I'm gonna give it like a probably seven. And I, I, say, I fuck with. I, I'll take a seven. I'll take a seven. I mean, that's good. That's better than what you said last week. No, last week I had like a six point five, yeah. so it bumped up to seven or whatever. Hey, I'm cool like, with that. All I'm saying is. I'm so I'm proud of Nas. He finally figured this shit out. No, I am too. I don't get it twisted with my critique. I'm not saying that I don't like the album because I got the songs in my playlist. And you know what? What this shit thought made me think of. You know how like we all we do the same shit for Cole and shit. Like this is that moment of how like Nas fans. Well, people will always say you Nas need production. Nas need production. Imagine if he had better production. This is him finally actually figure just the production piece. Whatever the music, whatever. I'm saying the production piece of his album. He finally figured out this is what fans of an artist like a J. Cole is waiting on. Like if he can finally get that that perfect um that perfect synergy of production together, like and that matches who we know him to be and shit. Cole got that, or no, he no, had it. No, I'm, I'm Man, about, Cole no, have it sometimes. No, yeah, that's how I was just gonna yeah. say Cole no, had it. About, well he had it on Friday night last year, but I'm talking that about too. Like, in like to me this like Nas had it before on Illmatic, but it was just so long since he had it after that. You know what I mean? Like, after Illmatic, oh, and it was written and shit. But after those two, he went, like, 
20 plus years just not having no damn dope ass production and shit. So, same with Cole. Cole started off Porsche Hill Drive, like when he was on that uh, Erica Badu sample and shit, like that shit came when he was like, yo, what the fuck? And everyone know Cole, he should be on soulful samples like that and shit. Like, if he. You talking about uh, too deep for the intro? Yeah. Yeah, like, hey, 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 this is what I feel like. This is his actualization of finally hitting that critique. You know how like some artists be trying to hit it, they constantly miss this shit. Like Nas actually executed to hit that. Well, shit. yeah, that was that was his that was his that was his last critique. Nas can Nas can finally yeah. he can go move. down. He can finally rest and go down knowing that he he, he finally gets, achieved yeah. it and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he got the lyrics. Yeah. He got he got a, a classic mm-hmm. album. He got all the shit that you need to check off boxes Facts. for you to be a goat and shit. Facts. And he did that. Well, he's a goat already yeah. before no, that. He, no, he did that. He, he's missing that one small critique yeah. and shit. And That's the one critique that always haunted Facts. Nas. And, and I didn't think that, I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't think Nas had the ability to sound present in today's music and shit. Just because like, I thought his style was Well, that's where you gotta credit Hitboy at. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I like, because Hitboy, I only put the production... You know, Hit Boy also produced this shit, made sure he was sounding a certain type of way on that shit. So, shout out if you haven't heard it, check out. It's called uh, the King's Disease. It's Nas' uh, new album is out on all streaming LP or uh, streaming uh, DSPs and whatnot. So, check out that shit. So, more music actually came out too, and it's actually my motherfucking song. Excited. So, uh, Big Sean released his new single, uh, Deep Reverence. The Reverence with uh, Nipsey Deep Reverence. Deep Reverence. Deep Reverence with Nipsey Hussle. And we heard we heard a snippet on of this song uh, with the Hit Boy and um, this shit Boy make me Wonder, sad. Uh, Piss me off every time versus, I listen. Uh, battle, but that song had dropped. Shit sounds phenomenal, and it also sounds like like what you said on Facebook about like he's now from the start to re- finally reach his finally his finally potential because. I heard it on that song, on that Deep Reverence, and I also heard it on that Replace Me, on that Nas song. It's, I heard that that hunger, like, it's not like he finally, like, all right, I'm about to show niggas what time it is. It's three things shit. that came out of that that Cole song that I got out of that. The Cole song? I, I mean, Big uh, the Big Sean, Sean song. I'm sorry. First thing, um, to go with what you said, and I've and actually, I've been saying this for a while, like, Nip was finna be the West Coast and shit. Oh, for sure. He was there. Every fucking verse we didn't got from dude since he died has been ripped. Every one. He ain't had a bad verse, unfortunately, since he died, bro. It ain't unfortunate. I mean, well, his death it was, yeah. but you right. He dude, have not dude missed. Has have not, not missed. had a bad verse. That's number one. Number two, fucking Sean, to take away what you said, Sean finally sound like he found his place and shit. You know what I'm saying? He finally found he he finally sound like he not racing nothing or chasing nothing. He finally sound like he comfortable in his own skin. And I didn't I didn't really realize it until this song how uncomfortable dude was. Yeah, shit. he spoke about it in the verse. Yeah, like dude was super uncomfortable. And then when you go back to listen to his music, it all sound like a lot of that shit was pushed on him to do and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this shit sound like some shit that he wanted to do himself and he did himself and shit. Not big facts. And and like my third was my whole argument with Nike. Hit boy finna go on a whole different he finna go on that same run that that all great producers have when Timbaland had his run, when Pharrell had his run. A couple years ago when fucking Mike Will had his run. Metro Boomin, all them he finna have that type of run. He finna be like the go to person and shit. Like he's 
This song did so much, and every time I listen to it, I, I get sad and I get mad, but I enjoy it. Like, it was so much said. Okay, so here's my take. Before I get to Big Sean, I'm a I'm a cover Nipsey or whatever because. What he say on that? Uh, what he say on there? Uh, watch your back, watch your uh, watch your mouth. I got reflexes. Swear to God. Every time I fucking niggas up, TMZ catch us or whatever. So, my Man. take on that: you said Nipsey was finna be the West. To me, Nipsey was finna go down as one of the greatest rappers ever. And the reason why I say that is, it's not because Nipsey can out rap everybody, but to me, when I heard Nipsey presence on that track, I'm like, oh my. God, this shit is amazing on this track or whatever. And like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And also, also like his entire, to me, Nipsey is the first person that reminds me of Jay-Z. His entire presence, everything he stood for is such a stand-up ass nigga or whatever. And like, when I heard him on that, like I told when you walked out, like when I heard when I heard him on that song when he said, uh, watch your mouth, I got reflexes. Every time we fucking niggas up, TMZ catch us or whatever. I'm like, Oh no, bro! That shit was it was simple, but like oh, no. I'm like, bro, this shit is so yo, fucking that's elegant. Yo, like, put this and shit, bro. They know, the only it's two artists that know how to make simplicity stand out: Jay Z, Drake, and now Nipsey and shit. Cause like, like, like you know, Drake could just say like a small ass bar, but it'd be like it, like my girl, like that type of shit. You like what the fuck? That shit cool as a ball. The distance yeah. between us is not like a story. It's not like a closable gap. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like that type of shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, like. Like um Before Nipsey, you jump in though, I, I didn't I didn't cover Sean, so let me but finish. No, I'm gonna say Nipsey, like on that type of shit, I think he because that's what I that's why I was initially drawn to I was with Nipsey for a while, but that's how I was initially drawn to him because I kept seeing parallels of Jay Z and shit, like as far as like subject matter and shit. Like he was the only one uh, like Jay Z was a you know, quote unquote hood nigga, but he was also talking about uh, building wealth and black empowerment and entrepreneurship and on your own business, like being that boss ass dude, but he said it in such an elegant way. You like, you feel like you bossing up hearing that shit. Right like, on my life. That's what when I heard. Nipsey I'm know like, how to fucking. He knew how to just get you. Like, yo, Nipsey got this song that gets to me every fucking time on Victory Lap and shit. Uh, it's called, uh, you know, it's called. Uh, um, fuck, I can't remember the name of the song. But how it go? It's like. Uh, I can't remember. I'll, I'll think of it. I'll, I'll let you go tell your shit. I'm All right, so <clears throat> now that I'm done covering the Nipsey part of the song, as far as Big Sean, when I heard that, once again, I go back to Hit Boy. I'm like, man, please be some more Hit Boy on this album because, God damn, the way that beat came in, I knew damn. we was going to be in for some shit. And then also, when I heard Sean, the flows he used, the topics he covered, I'm like, okay, so... Is he finally finna reach his potential that we've been waiting on for a while or whatever? Because to me, Sean has some of the worst albums I've ever heard. Like Hall of Fame, to me, goes down as one of the worst albums I, I've ever heard or whatever. Man, that's but, my mama. That's on when Nicki was asked. But, <clears throat> but uh, my point is... I, mean, I don't think he has some of the worst albums I've ever heard. I'm know. talking about Hall of Fame. That shit is oh, beyond yeah. terrible. But I, I decided and also like uh, Dark... Uh, no, I fuck with those too. That's not my point. Okay, so going back to Sean or whatever, when I heard the topics he covered or whatever, so I'm like, okay, now instead of just making oh, like, God damn, instead of just making um, make sure I got that shit out there, shit. instead of just making like club bangers and you know singles and shit, I'm like, okay, now he's finally opening up or whatever. He's finally opening like he he started doing it like on IG and all of that when he was telling us about his depression and all of that or whatever. So I'm like, 
now he's finally getting into those layers or whatever instead of just like remember he made songs like ass 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 like yeah. nobody want to hear that shit I whatever like fuck with you. That shit was i know that's it rocking that shit like but he had a message in there he really didn't fuck with her yeah, yeah. which R. rest R. in peace R. yes R. but um Damn, she, she looked, she died in 2022. yeah that's very sad but um so my point is i feel like like you said he he like Rico says, Sean is starting to feel more comfortable with who he is, not even musically, who he is as a person and who he is, who he who he is in his position in music or whatever. Now, I think I think he understand now he don't have to just make like, you know, bangers and shit or whatever. You got a fan base. You don't have to do that no more. Like let the let, let whatever song be picked naturally. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to. Even though he just had I'm single again, that shit did kind of go or whatever. But like, my point is, I'm hoping and praying. I want the I want the album to sound kind of like how that song sound. I don't want to feel like he got a song on there that's chasing a hit. I wanna I want the album to just flow or whatever. I always wish that you got the same I wish, critique I had. No, I always wish that uh, living single song never leaked. That shit Facts. was hard as a motherfucker. No, I agree. Like if that shit would just been an uh, album single, like how it was designed to be. Wait, so while we on this topic, are we gonna get into the Sean and Wale, or are we gonna? I know. Yeah, we get. I mean, I was gonna trade this and that, but we still. I mean, oh, hold on. Oh, one uh, thing. One thing I will say, and Trey will tell you. I've been the biggest critique of of Big Sean and shit. Like, actually, no, been, I don't think we're gonna get into that because I want. I got another topic because we we kind of talk about Wiley from like a thousand different episodes and shit. So we're gonna kind of let his other life breathe. But I got a mother topic. A mother topic. Another and topic. Being... Bro, just come on. <laughs> no. What you going off on me for? No, I'm just saying you were talking this shit. <laughs> <laughs> little, little bottom lip, too damn tiny. <laughs> no, I'm looking at my lip. What the fuck wrong with this little homo? What's your lip? You're gonna write me a note now. Bro, your lip over there. You like me a note? Hey, yo, your lip over there. Oh, I said hell no. Like you little little disgusting music. Bro, I said. Oh, I said, do you like me now? Yeah. Fucking kidding, partner. She said, yo, here's a note, and then they go my damn. That my lunchbox over there, little ugly. <laughs> Y'all sick, dog. Nah, um, I've been the biggest critique of Sean, and I always, and I've been saying this for the for the longest. I, me personally, <laughs> I feel like Detroit is his best body work and shit. Facts. To me personally, like I feel like overall that's Big Sean best body of work. And for you to name this Detroit too. You cannot fuck this he up for me. That's why I said. That's why I said. That's why I want. For me. That's why I wanted to sound like. Basically, like Detroit didn't have nothing on there because it was a mixtape or whatever. But like, it didn't have nothing on there where you knew, oh, they want this to go to the radio. Or he did whatever. exactly so, what he wanted to do. All yeah. of them records sound like Sean was like in a good space. He was free and shit. Like right. he was able to do whatever the fuck he wanted and to. A lot of niggas. Let's be honest though. A lot of niggas have. A lot of niggas have bitten off of Sean since he came in the game, including Drake and shit. No, this nigga been saying that forever. And facts, shit. But no, I think uh, I think Big Sean. It's finally, um, it's finally, damn, what the fuck? I just had a dope ass I cannot remember none of that shit. Well, boom, bam, bam. I got serious shit. No, I had a dope ass big sound point I was going to say and shit. Oh, and, and a quick sidebar. You know how you was talking about a song for, about Nipsey that get you, uh, hyped and shit. Yeah. The, the number one song for me is I Don't Stress and shit. Hands oh, yeah, down. No, it's just other song because now, now that I'm making bread, I can't think of the damn song. I'm going to try to find that. It's probably grinding on my life and shit. Keep talking real quick. It's probably grinding on my life. I mean, well, while we doing this, since since he's looking for that, we can semi-cover the the Sean and the Wale or whatever. Nah, so the next topic, because I don't want to talk about Wale, but what I really was thinking of, the fall releases and shit. So, 
we just having a debate in the chat yeah. and shit, like how fall is going to be a crazy ass release of all of these artists. You're going to have Big Sean dropping. You got a Drake project coming. You got Cole for the drop. You got Kendrick for the drop. You got uh, Cordae. We have no idea of Kendrick dropping. No, I don't I'm even saying, know if Kendrick's no, still living in America. No. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's true. I'm saying, I, but that was a maybe on my list and shit. But you got Cordae for the drop and shit. So you got all of these dope ass uh, artists. You can't put Cordae. No, in I'm group. talking about. Like, I don't know. He got to get respect. He got. No, he made great music. No, 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 I'm not putting him on that level. I'm saying. I get you. I get you. Music that's releasing. Yeah. We we finna get a lot of the our dope rapper rapper like rapping rapping ass dudes finna drop at the same time and shit. So I was thinking like you know how Drake on that one song he's like niggas ducking my release dates and big shit. facts like I'm like yo we finna see the real power of niggas actually scared of that goddamn Drake release especially because Drake never really dropped with other monsters in his class like a Cole or a uh, or a. Well, shit, Cole. I'm gonna be honest. Well, to be fair, to be no, I got something. I'm gonna choke Big Sean the fuck out. No, I was just gonna say to be fair. After Drake drop an album and then you listen to everybody else's album, you'd be like, I understand why y'all moved and shit. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, like. (laughs) Bro, they don't want to see his release date. Like, I will say, I will say, like, for those artists or whatever, like, because they they know, like, as a competitive sport, they know, bro, we can go with you. Yo, the only person, the only person numbers wise that can that can, bro, nobody can hang with him numbers wise. Kendrick 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 is probably the only person. I'll take me out. I'll take me out. Only why I'm hyped now because now I'm starting to see the best efforts from all of these dudes. Like those two Cole songs was fire. Like you know when you get Cole, you're like, oh shit. Cole put his uh, some dope efforts as the two singles. Big Sean is really a dope ass effort. Like that what, is true. What what that we hear true. from these niggas coming out is like they might be there. It sounded like the playoffs. The for playoffs, these like a motherfucker. Like you got Cole on his shit. You got Big Sean on his shit. That quarter record I heard with uh, that with, shit was pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was pretty good and shit. You got that. I and mean, I don't know why was my name. I hear shit from Kendrick, but just Cole and Big Sean. And then you got Drake. That was a dope-ass single. He just dropped two and shit. So it's like, and I ain't even talking about star power because we know the bigger star is Drake. But we just judging off of Musically. overall quality of music. It seemed like everybody's going to have their A game for this ball battle and shit. Which is why. Which is going to be. Like, imagine if Drake or Cole would have dropped Forest Hill Drive when uh, when um, Drake dropped. Uh, I don't know. Scorpion. Yeah, Scorpion. Well, Forest Hills would have won. That's what I'm saying. But like, facts. But imagine if <laughs> if Forest Hill Drive came out like a, a dope ass Drake product, like like oh like their best effort the same. That time. shit, but it, it would have never came out around. Take care. But now let's say <laughs> let, let's say let's say this shit. Let's say here's what I'm thinking. Let's say Detroit the first just a mixtape, but it was out. Let's say Detroit dropped. Let's say Friday Night Lights was Drake or Cole's album and shit. Like all these niggas dropped their best efforts, and Drake dropped his bit like a Take Care. All these that came out at the same time. God damn, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, listen, yeah. my brain wouldn't even. That would be the one time in my life where I couldn't decide on the album because each one of those yeah. played a, a, a pivotal part in my life and shit. I knew exactly where right. I was. Let's not let's not get into the past though. Let's talk about. But no, I'm saying the, the past. I'm saying no. I get what you're saying. Of like that will be the equivalent if they if, if what I'm hearing from these singles, it seems like everybody on their A game. Okay, so let's make predictions then. Who we think finna be who? I mean, we know Drake is bigger than all of them, but who's going to... I'm going to make my prediction first. Who's going to... Um, damn, where the fuck was I going with this? Who's going to be... Um, who's going to be quality. the standouts or whatever? Yeah. So, to me, the reason why I love 
what's going on. Like you said, all of these artists when they kind of drop, not right around the same time, but in the same in the fall, the yeah, in the, in the same uh, year or whatever. So I'm thinking for people like Big Sean and people like Wale, even though I don't know if he's releasing anything, to me, this is a great time for them. This is a time for them to prove because like they've been they've been with that whole Cole and Drake and Kendrick shit for like 10 years or whatever but like they've shit. been they've been like the second tier yeah. or whatever so I ain't gonna lie but like, hold, on, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on I'm saying you never know he might but I'm saying like they've been a part of that second tier or whatever but like they know musically and like lyrically bro I'm just as good as you and shit or whatever like I just never got the credit for many different reasons so now is the time to see like okay can I show that I can make music with these quote unquote goats of this era or whatever and show that my music can my music can last right with them. Y'all know how I feel though. Y'all know I think that boy Drake is the GOAT. I so I ain't gonna uh, lie though. I don't give a fuck what y'all say, like, yeah, everybody dropping, but you better stay away from that boy release date. I'm just being honest. I don't know, bro. I think and, I and think like like what you were saying, if Big Sean stays on this style, because you know, the thing about music is once you start having that impact, like, he, like wait, he gonna if he if he if he drop around sometime, Drake, he gonna feel that line he said when he said I got pressure on me seven days a week is game, game seven, seven on, on me. me. He gonna feel but that. Now, so let's say this shit. Let's say how, this was a dope uh, ass line. Yeah, let's say how Drake Drake's last project. What was the name of that shit? Scorpion. Scorpion. Because Scorpion. Scorpion was good, but let's say if he if Drake drop a Scorpion and Big Sean drop his best effort. And like niggas, cause you that first week niggas gonna go to Drake like let's see what this shit's about. But if that shit don't have standing power, like how Scorpion kind of like went and shit, and then Big Sean is on what he on with his Nipsey shit, that's what's gonna really play. We already yeah. know the first week. I'm shit, not gonna lie, it's gonna be the initial. Everyone gonna go to Drake. Shit. Out of all the you singles, I, mean? I feel like Big Sean got the best single right now and shit. I don't know, bro. To me, uh, I think it's between Big Sean and the climb, the climb back. I got oh, the no, climb back number yo, one. I, here's my take, and it's, it's not taking boy, them both of those. Hoes no, that's fire. what I'm saying. Yo, I, so, hold on, I kind of just because I do like both of those better than that Drake single or whatever. Oh, like, yeah, but, yeah, even but, though those not technically Drake singles, like that be Drake made a single. Those but, are like just you know little. Yeah, also, but, another thing is like I hope this don't happen because you know artists like them they would throw Lucy's. And then you hear the album and it sounds nothing like the fucking Lucy that you dropped. Like, yeah. yo, so here's what I, I got two things. One, I actually love, I fucking love, love Lion King on Ice. I actually love that shit more than uh, the climb back, in my personal opinion. That's my fucking shit. I love this. Boy, shit. the climb back. Nah, I'm saying the climb back is dope, but Lion King on Ice, I fucking love it. It's probably a better on. song. I love, I love that shit. Overall, you I You like think, that better than um, yes. the Drake single? Yes. I love that shit. Okay. Like, yeah, I love that shit. But I'm saying, overall, if if we making a prediction and shit, who's gonna have the overall better uh, quality or overall better project? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it in the ranking and shit. How I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna go from what I've been hearing, and I'm just gonna say it. I feel like Drake is for the still couple because like it seemed like he his mind is just clear. He ain't be for nobody. I think he's gonna set the bar. He could just kill shit like a motherfucker. Then I think right after him, just by the title alone, yeah, certified lover. That's gonna be that's fire. That's gonna let you know. I pray know. that he finna get into certified lover. I make him fire. I think certified lover boy will be fire. And then I think right after that shit, the shit I've been hearing from Cole, I think Cole's gonna come right there. But I think. It's gonna be one of those where if, if if Big Sean stay how he is with this Nipsey shit and like the uh, the other shit he dropped, 
I think Cole's still gonna be above him, but I think it ain't gonna be a less like kill like that. I think it's gonna be like, yo, you can either go for both projects, but if Certified Lover Boy is how I think it's gonna be and shit, far as like you know, being on some cool ass play player type shit, I think Drake is just gonna be had that shit. I'm be like, damn, Certified Lover. That's how niggas gonna be bouncing that shit. So my. uh even though this ain't no really a hot take, because if they, everybody had his vote, niggas would just go Drake in popular opinion. I think Drake is gonna kill it. She just bound a title, the title and single. Did but, you say potato? The title and the single. But he definitely said that shit, bro. The title and the single and shit. But then Big Sean, I feel like he's gonna have the more overall shocking project. Like you're gonna be more shocked that he was able to finally hit what niggas finally was able to see and shit. So I think we're gonna be like, oh shit, Sean actually. Lived up to his, to his, um, to his, like you said, to his fucking who we thought he before. Be. But hot take, watch out for Corday. Watch out for Corday, bro. This nigga's a no. This nigga he could play like five different. He could actually rap, rap this shit. I think he can come through. How he remember that that year he had dropped that one album. And he Danner had one of the best albums that dropped that year and shit. If niggas ain't coming with their A game and shit, he can come and sleep through and have a, uh, 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 the, the next type album and shit. I think, um, I think Big Sean, I think Big Sean is going to surprise people. I think he's going to, I think he's going to have a um, moment where he might, he might jump in front of somebody. It could be either Drake or Cole. I yeah, feel like, yeah. I feel like he gonna jump in front of one of them or whatever. Not to say that the other person not gonna put their effort in or whatever, but I feel like Sean have so much more motivation to push him or whatever. I feel like just based off of that song that I heard, comparing it to the other songs or whatever, I don't know. I just feel like he he just gonna jump another level that we didn't expect or whatever. Also, that's what I'm saying. Keep the dark horses. Keep an eye on Corday and shit because he can fuck. John can either jump him, jump or either. Be motivated and jump over Cole and them, or he could drop one, you know, one highest projects are, and then Corday could jump over him and shit. So it could be one of those moments that happen and shit. What's up, bro? You good? Yeah, I'm finna hit it and shit. All right, well, I guess um, we'll wrap up the pod, the, 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 the podcast and shit. This nigga Rico clearly just got screamed. Yeah, hell yeah, I see nah, I, depression yeah. written all over your face. Though nah. about to go home and get beat by a baton and shit. Get your hand off my damn throat, yo! But that's gonna wrap up the Make It Magna Hanging Podcast episode sixty-eight. Yo, Najee, Najee, y'all, if y'all if y'all hear any religious uh fucking discussion from Najee, stay far away. He's trying to uh he pretty much believe the Catholic Church is all going to hell because they he said they 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 believe in a pagan guy. I had to hurt him and get this shit in, and he believed Baptists are also going to hell. I don't know what book Najee read, but I think it's a mixture of Game of Thrones and the Bible in the one and shit. <laughs> no, I said, no, actually, no, I said Game of Thrones in him. <laughs> he said, no, yo, if he turns to verse five, dragon head and shit. What the fuck? I said dragon head and shit, but that's going to wrap up the podcast. Make sure you uh, follow us on Spotify, Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, Apple Podcasts. Wrapping up. Stay tuned for more weekly content. Nah. Yes, sir. Fuck rap. I'm a street legend. Black love me with a deep reverence. I was birthed in a C-section. Helicopters and police presence. We got ops, so we keep weapons. We on y'all block while y'all eat breakfast. A lot of shots. We broke street records. Watch how you talk. I got reflexes. Watching your cheap necklace. Then we slide at the east exit. But every time we get the fucking nigga up, TMZ catch it. 
Y'all still learning street lessons From the mastermind first you master grind and your team catch it This time it's for the money, I don't need credit And I'm the dog cause the street said it Look Fuck rap, I'm a street legend And I'm the dog cause the street said it Black love me with a deep reverence And I'm the dog cause the street said it